I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, you're not the only one. <laughs> but we but, asked, no, no. We, repeat the question. We, we asked you question. straight up question it, that you'll be like, you'll just not you'll answer. Just not you'll answer with another question. <laughs> but I don't even know what that yeah, even no, looks no. like. That's why I want you to. Re- I want you to repeat your question. <laughs> I am going to repeat so my I, question. So I can fully explain my answer yes. since you feel I'm evading. No, no, no. I mean, but Hold, I, I, guess I, was feeling, I guess I was feeling personal. Hold on. Before you repeat the question, <laughs> before you repeat the question, this is uh, episode 30. Oh my gosh. We made it to episode 30 by the end of the year, guys. Of Waiting for Aliens. 30, you know, 30 feels like how we all felt when we were 30. Like, this is just the beginning. I think we met you when uh, we were 18. Yep. And now we've... Uh, now Sorry we're in our thirties. Can yeah, like I, I wanna, just wanna, turned thirty. You want to do a slow jam for us, Jen? <laughs> you look like you were getting ready to get on the mic and do a slow jam. I thought you were. I thought you were gonna say you couldn't hear me. You can oh. hear me. Yeah. Oh no, no, you're good. No, okay. every, all the other technical difficulties uh, were knocked out before we started recording. But no, no. Yeah. So plus, repeat your question. Yeah, I'm gonna re- and and thank you for letting us know when you hit record. By the way, you know how you sneak sneak that sneak tip in, and it's cool. We like that. My problem right good. now is that I'm recording and eating this pirate's booty. Now that gets a pause. By the way, well, if you, but it's it, the name it, of the snack, and everybody we, knows how delicious it is. The name of the snack. Booty is. But I mean, listen to how that sounds. Yeah, Everyone I'm knows how delicious booty. eating pirate's booty is. It could go wrong. It could go left. (laughs) I can see how somebody could take it. Um, Pause. So my question. (laughs) (laughs) Just like it just it can keep going. The clouds are always gathering. Um, I promised my wife I would stop. (laughs) Uh, So no, no, no. We like this. So my question was, we were talking about strands, strands, strands of weed, types of weed. And I was asking you, oh, what type of do you like sativa? Hybrids, indica, what do you go for? Mm-hmm. And the first uh, answer I have for that question is what makes you think I know anything about this? <laughs> Again, what makes you think I have ever <laughs> evasive, even that I'm familiar at all of what you're talking about? No, I, you're just an educated man and you know, you're a, world, you're a worldly type of brother. Yeah, but I, I stay away from dangerous things like these like a plant drugs i come to you when i come these to you when plants. i'm wanting to learn about pieces of the world that i have no it's idea plant. about so it's a plant it's just a illegal it's, it's a not dangerous it's not dangerous it's not bad gateway drug schedule one i think like like it causes like you know it causes a disease it's an old disease it's called reefer madness <laughs> reefer i thought you were gonna say and no reefer give madness. no giving fucks or something not reefer madness Grass. <laughs> All right. Um, no, you were asking. So when you first asked me that, my answer to you was it depends what I'm doing or something along those lines. And I wasn't being evasive. It depends on what I'm doing. Like if I have some creative work to do, I'm not really going to smoke an indica and I'm going to try and stay away from a hybrid. If I'm going to smoke, I'm going to smoke a sativa. Mm-hmm. Because? Um, because sativa is more of a head high. It's less of a body high. You you don't get stoned. So I'm told. Because I, I don't do drugs. Mm. Well, I do. And, uh, <laughs> Wait a step up. I, uh, so I you're prefer not locked on, you're not hybrids. locked on the couch. 
more or less. Huh? You're not locked on a couch with a indica. I just don't strand. do indica because I don't. <laughs> I got shit to do. Like everybody has shit to do, but we want to chill. Well, no. See, Does indica it... <laughs> though is good if you're like on a like, you... date. You know, like or you yeah, know, a a home date. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. On a Netflix, yeah. and, Netflix chill, and chill. True. True. Yeah. True. Okay. But the, but the indica makes me just too sleepy, so like yeah, I always I feel like have it's to just get like, it locks me down. Yeah, like I feel I like that's to... what the medical marijuana is for for like people who need to sleep or and eat to gain weight or something. It's just like yeah, it's just to but what do, do you, nothing. I mean, it's all medical though. So what I mean, what do you mean the medical marijuana? You no, know I'm saying when they say like uh, like that type of medical marijuana where people are taking it because they have a hard time eating or a hard time sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's probably more indica based but of course i know nothing about this i'm just reading what i yeah. read about the about the industry no i'm yeah Hope to buy a dispensary one day and maybe you know somewhere in san juan retire just you know kick it <laughs> <laughs> um okay dreams <laughs> these i mean i think that's a good idea but it, it you need a lot of i mean we should look into actually this uh whole weed business i feel like didn't when we talking about it last week um that they um they just legalized in Ma- in maryland or they're voted to legalize in maryland no maryland is live yeah maryland is live now like you can go to it's, baltimore it's, and open weed a dispensary there i you believe can. so really you can open a med- That's medical so close. dispensary not recreational medical medical and i think jersey is about to get ready to um jersey's already passed medical yeah. i don't know if they're gonna do recreational until Chris Christie's out of there, which is, I think, next year. Oh, Beginning okay. Of the year, yeah. We gotta, they, they gotta got to get new, ready. Like the new uh, governor won, right? In, in Jersey. I, but the dis- I should pay the, attention to this the, since they're right Yeah, new governor won, Democrat. Um, but the dispensaries are haven't, have they opened yet? Because I think the law just passed, right? I can't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, anyway. Um, but no, thank, that, thank that's you for still the update promising that. because that means that, like, if you want it to come up here, you should be ready i mean and have some sort of thought about infrastructure about like what you would do we should look into the weed business well i i think one of the things is um like i feel like these guys this is the song g easy i feel like the deliveries the edibles the the explosion of kind of different things that you can get in different ways you can ingest um marijuana over the past couple of years is in preparation for yeah. The, 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 I mean, the culture the has medical been, has to been brewing it. Situation. Yeah. The culture has yeah. been brewing it for, for a while now. So are we calling that into, into being for 2018? What? A weed yeah, business? Yeah, why not? I mean, well, let's think about even, it. Even though we, Jeff we says he's trying to show in, We might get one more show in before the end of the year. Um, and so, you know, we can talk about what we're going to do, or we can just talk amongst ourselves since we're going to see each other at the uh, party this weekend. Party. But before we talk about that, let me just play you this little. Uh... Is this going to be played at the party? I hope so. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not doing the music at the party, but. Who's doing the music? Who's making a playlist? Um, I am not prepared to play less. I, nobody wants to hear my music. <laughs> my music is way chill. It's not this. Are you playing the video? Is it yeah. terrible? No, it's great. Hey. 
Now wait till you see the guy Did who you say, song is the this video is. terrible? <laughs> no! <laughs> Who's this white dude? Jeezy. Are you serious? What? <laughs> Yo, this is crazy. Jen, Jen is also watching the video while she's listening. <laughs> He's like for real white. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh, well, hold on. Let me, let me fast Wait. forward a little because we can't we can't play the whole song. I'm sorry. I'm just like I'm mean? so. But no, no, no. It's great. It's great. It's great. He's real white. He don't even have no facial hair. He's not even Paul Wall white. Yeah, no, he's he's real white. At least Paul Wall got facial hair. Uh, hey. uh, oh yeah, I forgot hey. her. Here, here, this is where the song gets lit. Now it gets lit. Hey, <laughs> there go the girl. Hey, so you've heard this before, right? Yeah, I didn't know it was. You didn't know that he was white? No. Yeah, Cardi, Cardi's lit. Cardi's lit. She she's had a wonderful year. I keep wanting I mean, to watch her timeline. I hope we all have a Cardi Instagram. B year next year. <laughs> that's you know that that should be a thing now. That should be slang. A Cardi B. That's that's yo. When you have a, when you have a great a time, fucking, you got a Cardi B. Yeah, there is a Cardi B year. Uh, a CBY. A culture store out of the Bronx, and this guy is making all these like tall like uh what do you call those Catholic candles? And it says, may your 2008 be as good as Cardi B's. Yo, I'm about to show you. I want one of those. I know. I'm going to have to get y'all one. Please. I want to get one. I want to get one. uh, Or two or three as Christmas presents. One for myself, but to give out. I'm not telling you to get me two or three. I mean, you can. Oh, those um, what are those called? Those those, what are those candles devotional called? candles. I yeah. know if I heard the word, it's and I should know this. It's I feel like, as much time as I spent in the Heights, I should know the terminology. It's not a novena, is it? No. <laughs> so this guy, this guy got off the mic to to take calls from a drug dealer. <laughs> Listen, we all well, do it sometimes. Um... <laughs> Was that a dry snitch? I'm not uh, affirming anything. <laughs> Yo, this guy, he's got I was trying to get in touch a... with my wife about something, and uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. So this guy, he's got a culture store in the Bronx. This guy. It's called... Uh, we, don't have, we don't have video yet. That's, that's, that's what we're also going to call that into, into, into being 2018. Do you want to do, do, do the test pilot of the fake sponsorship right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, what we're going to do right now is we're going <laughs> to we're gonna talk about the season, Sounds wonderful like ready, Christmas time was it um, at your house that that we, that um, my kids showed the kids on uh, the nightmare before christmas what my children love this movie the nightmare before christmas you should I, show it at your house tomorrow it's on it's on netflix yeah no i mean I, scary. I, and i think no you don't remember the nightmare before christmas isn't it a real the, scary um, movie tim burton tim burton oh with jack skellington oh my god i, I haven't seen that in so long they kidnapped santa claus AKA Sandy Claus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Actually it's a it's a funny it's funny. My children love this movie. I showed it to them on some like trying to get them because they they really don't like scary movies. <laughs> so I was trying to be like, here, it's a movie that's kind of scary as you know. But then I had forgotten seeing it. Yeah. You know, it came out like ninety one or something. No, ninety three. Some shit like that. So but anyway, um it, 
I did. I watched it with them. Realized this is not scary at all. So this didn't help my cause. But they really now they like a, you know a new movie. And then they went to their friend's house, one of their classmates, and like they had Netflix. And they you know we were gonna eat. So they're like oh, we're gonna watch TV. And then they're like, can we watch Nightmare Before Christmas? And the little girl hadn't seen us. So then they watched it. So it's like it's like spreading like a virus. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they might help. They might actually help. Um, cause my daughter does not like scary things. So, but it's not night, scary. Night, it looks no, no, like no, no, it should no, be scary. So, like nightmare being in the thing, oh, just going she'll, to she'll be like no. send her in the other direction. So it's good. You're, you're, so just don't tell her the title. Your daughter can, you know, hand walk her through <laughs> that that whole thing and be like, it'll be okay. And she's a, a scared movie person, right? Like, so they, actually, they, I think I think your girl, she's the proper one to. Yeah, I think Walk your girl the actually is better with scary movies than mine. She she's one of those like hand over the eye she type can't see situations it. where it's like she's watching but she's but, peeking. So they all do that. They all do that. They all do she'll, that. She'll mine, do that. Mine runs away from where it is and then like looks like around like gets My down. My son, on the other hand, likes him to a disturbing degree. Like he, that's like just he the second child. My second child is much more tolerant. Yeah, like she doesn't go for scary things but stuff that the older one thinks is scary it almost middle, like yeah, makes she, her dial in even more yeah. <laughs> like well I'll She's definitely like, I'll, I'll watch it yeah, for sure so but what my kids do um, in addition to infect um, the desire to see this unconventional Christmas movie is that um, my children ruin uh, hopes and dreams of their classmates <laughs> which I'm hoping they did don't they, do tomorrow did they tell somebody <laughs> that like which I'm which I, I want to get here well I want to game plan one, my, my, I'll just say some names. It's all right. Um, Maya, she uh, has learned by this point because she's old but, enough now that she just doesn't really mess with it. But the 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 middle child, she is you know just starting school and she's on some like yeah Santa Claus ain't real. <laughs> All right, like, just let, letting y'all know. No, because that's when they really because the they're like the that that they know. You let them know. Of course, I let them know that Santa Claus. Do you, did, they, did they have a hard time, or was it was it fine when you told them? Well, I mean, I or didn't really did have to tell them to anything. It, like, there's no hard time to have. That's like telling my children the sky is blue. Like, right, right. As they far eventually... as they know, it's always been blue. So it's me being like, "Hey, the sky is blue." They're gonna be like, "Okay." So, even though everyone on TV once a year tells them the sky is purple. They understand that it's really blue. Okay, but talk to, talk, talk to me about the controversy because the thing about oh, kids, other, thing about other kids, parents get upset. They can't keep yeah. it to themselves, of course, right? Because they so know the truth knowledge. and they want to share. It's the knowledge truth. they want to share it. Yeah, right. So that's why y'all should stop what, lying what, to your kids, huh? Stop lying to your kids about Santa, Claus. dude. But why is wait? So do your kids still believe in Santa Claus? Yeah. Oh, it's about to be over. Not anymore because they they about to that's know tomorrow. They've already had this conversation in years past. Who? Our daughters. Yeah. So does I'm, I'm sure. does, does your first daughter think that Santa Claus is real? Yeah. Still, are you sure? I, I, yeah. Are you sure? About are you that? sure, or is she just putting on because she knows she's gonna get gifts? Listen, man. This is this is this is my thing. <laughs> They're smart. This thing is like, I want to know. I want to know from you, like, why is it an issue? Everybody, everybody believes in it. Obviously, well, it's not there's going two to, things. There's two like, things. If you if you get to be 16 and you're still believing, there's a problem. No, I mean <laughs> right? that's fine. I was gonna but, say nine. No, I'm or eight. No, I'm being exa- I'm exaggerating, but I'm I'm saying the point is that just like baby teeth, they're gonna fall out. 
eventually. Let, let them let them have their you know their I, moment. Okay, of belief. there's there's two things about it for me. One, I was uh, raised not believing in Santa Claus. Right. So for me, it's not a thing. Right. Like mm-hmm. so, when you say everyone believes in Santa Claus, actually, I. Most of the people I was closest to growing up never believed. Like, no one in my family of my generation believed in Santa Claus. I don't think, and most of us who have kids, because we, you know, there's there's not a big Santa Claus. Like, you know, people might marry into the family and then they bring that Santa Claus shit with them. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, so, you know, avoid marital strife. (laughs) And they sit down and, like, listen, all right, you can. Y'all got to get rid of that. But what do you (laughs) think that. That but also the second thing I was saying, would, you would be getting rid of if you told them. Well, actually, I guess this question is for yeah, you. Yeah, that's that's what for the think, people that believe. Because yeah. I'm like, what do you think? I don't even understand the need for black people to believe in Santa. They're Claus not having, or what do you think you're taking away from them if you tell them too early, or whatever you think? No, is too listen, early. I, it's like I had fun with with it, you know. Yeah. Like what? And this is a real question. Like what? Not like a challenge. Like what? What type of no, fun I, is I, had with Santa Claus? I had, I had, I had fun with things like um, Santa Cla- believing in Santa Claus. And and when I woke up in the morning, I would sneak downstairs and be worried about whether or not he's still here, and be worried about what's been left in the dark. And you know, when we turn the lights on, is it magically there? Like there's some there's fun in being a kid and believing in magic before you don't believe in Bless it anymore. You. It's Thank cool. It's not. It's harmless. It's not like. Um, I feel like it's not. It's harmless fun, because eventually like you realize not. what the truth is. Right. And 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 here's the other thing. It's like, what's the point of letting them know? It's not like they're going to really appreciate the fact that dad is buying all this stuff for them anyway. Mm-hmm. They're they not old enough to appreciate it, no? that yet. So it doesn't matter. They don't. You don't think they appreciate it? No. But what I'm saying is, they don't really get that anyway. I mean, they get that I'm buying it in their in their head because we told them, like, you know, Santa's not buying it for you. I'm buying it for you. But they don't really get it in their head and appreciate all the things that you're doing for them as a parent. So it's a lost cause anyway. Let them well, believe. Well, that's see, to fun. me, I agree mm-hmm. with that if that were the cause. Because to me, it's like, it's not so much about the buying, it's the supplying. My thing is that I feel, and I have no proof to back this up. This is just me. So I'm not judging. But I feel that it's one of the ways we make our children more susceptible to being fooled later <laughs> on in life. By uh, like, uh, go further with that. Meaning, like groupthink. That's no, not not a groupthink type of thing. Because it's 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 more in a group. Thing. I mean, it's it's a societal thing. So there's there's yeah. like there are every society has shared myths. So yeah. I don't think it's really a, a groupthink thing. But I do believe that based on our unique position in this society, I feel like we should reject the idea that a benevolent white man who lives at the North Pole is supplying gifts to you. Now, you you don't need to necessarily understand. To me, it's not not so much understanding all the work that I put in to get you that when you're like, you know, at a very young age, because you just you're not just gonna get it. I put in the work so you don't have to understand what work really means. Not till you get to a certain age. But I also feel like you should know that what you're getting is from me. It ain't from no mythical man. Now, maybe that's ego. I don't know. But it ain't from no mythical man. Yeah, it's from right. mommy and daddy or grandma and <laughs> I you feel know, that though. I mean or I an feel auntie. That. Like these are the people who love you. 
Yeah, but them. not some <laughs> like random white man yeah, not, who not some, like, you only got to ride into once getting, a year. And also, I also feel like and then the final up. the final thing is or final piece to me. I don't know if it's final, but another piece to me is also like I don't. I don't like the whole naughty and nice idea. It's like you're getting Agreed. these gifts because you're loved and you can get them. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Because uh, if, I mean, if if you're so naughty that you're not getting gifts, it's going to be like, no, yeah, you're naughty. And I told uh, grandma not to buy you anything. Right. And the thing is, is <laughs> well, like, so you never I told really, grandma not to get you anything. You're not doing what I'm telling you to but do. All right. that, Santa but Claus don't got nothing to do with it. What I'm saying is all of that is self-evident, though. I mean... But to a three-year-old, it's not self-evident. No, it's not. You tell us self. No, 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 no. What I mean is, if they're if they're if they're that bad and not they're not going to be getting gifts anywhere. But are they really oh, even yeah, no, thinking no, about it course, before? Course, right? so before the, November. I'm talking about the myth. I'm just talking about the myth of the right. Santa Claus. So, but what I'm and so look, teach his own. But what I'm saying is like, here's the thing. It's uh, it's like, it's harmless. Because they're going to have the, they're going to have the myth shattered anyway, eventually. And it actually, to me, teaches a good lesson, which What's is the lesson? investigate, <laughs> I mean, investigate your shit because you know, know that, that sounds kind of like, you know what the I lesson mean, that we're, sounds we're like? We're asking three-year-olds and four-year-olds to investigate. No, like, no, no, that's no, like, no, do you really believe this story? You know what lesson that is? That's the lesson you tell when you, you send your homegirl to see if she can fuck your man and then she does and you're like, like well see girl I told you you can't no, stay you, you can't no, trust no, 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 that's no, that same no, lesson no no <laughs> <about> investigate that's <laughs> that the same is, thing that is, a, that is a leap but what I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying is oh no it's in the same vein if no, you really what think I, about it what I'm saying you understand is, what I mean there's an early lesson there's an early lesson being taught that that you know you need to investigate your own mess, but the, but on the flip side of that, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with believing in something that you can't see. I mean, or is Santa Claus? How just do you have faith? Uh, How do you what is what is faith or trust? Unless you I mean, can't, it, it, there is no trust or faith. If you, you can have, have faith in me, it. you can have faith is in it? me. You can't you have faith me. or trust. You have faith in me that I'm gonna come pick you up every day from daycare. That's the faith you have. Yeah. That's the you faith. Only, that, that's the faith. You don't they need have, to have faith in, in Santa. They Claus. have faith. I just in. have an issue with Santa Claus. This is this is totally irrational. This is well, totally irrational. But, but, but let me just say one more thing. thing There's a hidden black Santa Claus at at at, at, at Macy's. Let me just say I don't think it's irrational say, at all. But it, to each his own. But the the person because kids can't hold their liquor per se. <laughs> Wait, where does liquor come? I know. I know. Uh, because I'm about kid, to pour because kids can't can't hold their knowledge. Um, that means that everybody who does believe is now going to be <laughs> in a position to be struck by the people who don't. Which is a little like... Alright, your folks don't believe it. That's cool, but... Why destroy it for minds? Mm-hmm. Because that's all I'm saying. Because it's not real. Yeah, but that's cool. I'm with that. I it's know it ain't real. It's just a precursor <laughs> like to if, Christianity. If, you're, if, your uh, kids, if your kids believed that the sun what revolved you around the earth... I'm not saving them. If my folk believe what? If your children believe that the sun revolved around the earth, they're not being saved from anything if another child disabuses them of that notion. That's not quite equivalent. (laughs) I think it is. I think it is. It's not quite equivalent there, man. Well, for all those who believe in (laughs) Santa Claus... There's a hidden Santa Claus in uh, Macy's Herald Square. I saw this video today, so I had to just talk about it real quick. 
and they got like hidden like ethnic Santa Claus in Macy's Herald Square. How many? Uh, apparently a few different ones. <laughs> oh my god! There's a video on the route. It was actually the cool dude from Very Smart Brothers, not the other one. He <laughs> actually like the one who's like like you know Panama. Yeah, the cool one. Not yeah. the. Not the not the other guy. Yeah. Not the guy that uh yeah. Um I I don't know I don't know him. I don't really have a problem with him. I I think he's smart and I actually have liked a couple of his last things he's written. But sometimes I feel like you you probably are projecting on some ways. No, it wasn't projecting. It was just like it was a string of back to back to back like shit where I was like, Come on, man. Like really? Come on. Come on. (laughs) But um yeah, so they uh, he investigated. He, like, he hired a little girl to play like his daughter, and they investigated. They went to Macy's Herald Square, and there's like a back room where you can get apparently other. I mean, he was looking for Black Santa. And he got Black Santa, but apparently he was told, or he uh, in, was able to to figure out that they have other like Santas. I guess Did there might be Mexican Santa the back Santas. there, and like Asian Santa. Are all their <laughs> hairs white? Diversity Santa. Is diversity Santa's Santa's hair white still? (laughs) It was like black people gray. It was actually, it looked good. Like he looked like. Do they have like an Asian Santa and a Hispanic Santa? They didn't show, but I think they must. They must. But see, see, in New York City, you can't just have Hispanic Santa. You got to have Puerto Rican Santa, Dominican Santa. (laughs) Jewish Santa. Jewish Santa, Mexican Santa. I don't know how Jewish Santa got thrown in with the Latino stuff. The I, just wanted, I just wanted, I was making a point, but not that point. I'm just saying, if they're going to go all the way for it, like I want to see it, but I just want to know they what the beard hair is. And in New York, you got to have like? black Santa, Jamaican Santa, in Haitian Europe? Santa. Jamaican no, New York. Santa. In New York. Oh, yeah, New York, you have to have. Everybody's what does the Jamaican go. Santa sound like? What he look like? He don't sound like that. Oh. Serving the youth. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, catch, catch us up, uh, uh, plus uh, AG. Yeah, so um, about about uh, what's been going on with you? Yeah, nah, you know, uh, as you mentioned, holiday parties tomorrow. If anyone's so, still listening, because this conversation, yeah, is no, this is one, this is one down. I'll be, I'll be quick. There's uh, a Christmas you know, party tomorrow. A little, little Christmas party tomorrow. Little gathering, little gumbo, little meat pie. Situation. You can't just call it a little gathering though. Um, your, your Christmas parties party are epic as far as I'm concerned. It is the party of the year. Of the are, year. What are we supposed to wear? Nothing. I mean, okay. I mean, okay. obviously, well, obviously, I've never been to that Christmas party. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cold, so it I mean, definitely I don't be mean lit. that. I mean, do I we mean, need like, to dress up? Nah. I mean, you know, what's a, it's a, I feel like I can't I like trust we, what you just said. Yeah, I would. Like, I would, it's, I would, it's no creative direction. Get in touch with your homegirl. There's no creative direction. But at the well, I'm gonna wear my ugly sweater to be honest with you. Well, yeah. What are you wearing as the host? Probably my ugly Christmas sweater. And what else? T-shirt. Okay. So the sweater is gonna be tied around your waist in place of pants, and the T-shirt will be I on top. If it gets gear. too hot in my house, I'll probably just break to the T-shirt. Look, I'm not. I'm, I'm not into that. Will Damn. you be wearing slacks I'm or dungarees? I'm not. I mean, I'm the host. I Does know. Be wearing dress up? Will you be wearing slacks or dungarees? Or dungarees? Slacks? Um, a, uh, I'll be blazer? jeans. I'll be in jeans. Blazer. You, Velvet. Ah, uh, my corduroy. Arm patches. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at least you would be in the spirit. <laughs> uh, nah, it's it's not He's a dress up situation. Tomorrow. Everybody's relaxed. They're gonna have you know people are gonna have their kids like like oh, and um, it's a family thing. You know, come come yes, dress. It's, it's, a, it's a day party. See, I was actually a little disappointed that it was so early. 
because we couldn't find a place for the kids to go. Yeah, because I'm like, it wasn't a turn up type of situation. Yeah, yeah. Because your your holiday parties are usually like a, a nighttime adult turn up. Yeah. Type situation. No, it is. Um, we just we just couldn't find a place to put the kids. And that's okay. We can make it a daytime adult turn up type of situation. It's gonna be right. a daytime turn up adult situation. I we'll mean, catch an Uber. We'll have all the things. That's what I figured everybody was gonna do. You know, we don't. We we obviously don't judge, and you know, we, I know we expect thing. none not to judge us. Either. I will so be taking a moving. nap beforehand, though. <laughs> do that. Because these days. It's so early though. When are you gonna take yeah, your nap? Like, you might as well just at sleep like two thirty. When I always have my like, listen, my, I have a meditation. A <laughs> I have a meditation alarm that goes off every day. But you know the party is like at like. It's at three. Three. I know, but so I'm just for black people. We have to get there at four. Exactly. So that that's more than enough time. Have you ever thrown? You know what I really dislike. Well, I don't dislike it, but it's just funny. What? Whenever we throw a birthday party, it's always like the the white families who get there on time like that's one of those divides that's like really really real yeah. it's like the white families and then like keith <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> he actually he does t- actually he actually beat the white families for the last birthday party i i you know i'll but he say he just does not like to be late him and taylor he, he yeah. has he's he's got a discipline about him obviously yeah obviously yeah. um uh there, there's some other families. I'm, I'm not. They're not coming to mind right now. But they, they definitely knock on the door before. Um, like people with melanin. Because we run on we 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 run on CP time. Well, and, uh, you, you know, your wife's from New Orleans or her family. It's Creole. Yeah, she's from deep, deep sea, and I'm from NC, and yeah. you know, yeah. Probably we, she got Carolina. the deep south roots. They we, slow. We say three, but we mean probably three thirty. You know? <laughs> and you probably got that Geechee Gullah blood or something. You. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm Nigerian, so you know everything starts <laughs> three hours late. Is that is that really how it is? Nigeria? Yo, if we, you if people say a party, Nigeria. a Nigerian party starts at seven. Nobody shows up until like ten. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the tip. And then like everything starts be... at midnight, and you're like, wow. oh my god, I am exhausted. So basically, they're like Lauren Hill. <laughs> Pretty much. So Lauren Hill's Nigerian. She can't help it. It's her African roots. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um. So now, nah, I mean, the holiday party is the biggest thing, and then you know, heading home. Um. To to NC probably Sunday? Thursday, oh, Friday. You know, and um, because I grew up going to church every Sunday, and my kids are growing up not going to church at all. Um, oh. when we go home, that's when they go to church. <laughs> and so it leads to some, it leads to some embarrassing moments. Um, I know that when we were home for, uh, this past summer, um, you know, my family gets together and they pray yeah. for, for big meals, especially when it's family ones, you know, everybody gets together and pray. And, yeah. And, um, they know my situation. My mom's been getting on my back long enough, you know, about <laughs> not going to church and, and and everything. And and so I felt like my sister kind of trolled me. I don't think she did, but she kind of trolled me. <laughs> she asked my son if he wanted to say the prayer. Now you've seen oh. my son. My son is all over the place. I just thought, and very like, honestly, uh, there's an automatic kind of age range when you are asked to say the prayer. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's the little there's the little. 
this little kid prayer that, you know, people can say, which is like a little nursery rhyme type deal. And he basically, but he was, he was dead. He was so honest that it was endearing and just basically was like, what do you say? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know why you're asking me that. I'm what do say? It's okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody got a kick out of me and, and, and laughed. And I'm sure my mom darted her eyes at me or something like, you know. I was like, I know. I, I I'm, mean, I'm, you know, I'm responsible and it's not his fault. My <laughs> mom was, is, is very, um, she, she was very, she's very into traditions and the like rituals and beliefs, right. Of Christianity. So, we used to go to Duke Chapel like every Christmas Eve and like get dressed, make sure we get there early so we could find a good parking spot because we used to find the back way so that we could get in through the church and like going to Duke Chapel used to be a thing. And then all of a sudden it just wasn't a thing. And it's really like the dichotomy of kind of this background Christianity that was always in our house. And then right. when we would go to other people's place who really like, who always I feel like there's a difference between people who always pray when they sit down to eat and those mm. who are like we pray like on all the birthdays on occasions, <laughs> on occasions. Yeah. but you know most of the time we, no, we pray like, before dinner every every night you do yeah, yeah. And before, nice. we, before every meal we did yeah. nice. I mean it, and <laughs> oh I thought you meant now like now no 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 okay like, no I but mean, when you were little that to say, like yeah. before we go home, we're gonna we're gonna do a pra couple practice runs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because when it was like bow your head, Cash didn't even know, you know, what that meant. Luke, he was like, Luke What's just, everybody? He just still talking and eating. He just got his he got he got a biscuit in his mouth and he's just doing his thing and he's like, What? <laughs> what you talking about, granddad? <laughs> so are you so, trying to get your parents to think that you gotta you're do some practice raising runs raising your children? <laughs> In a religious way, I, trying to fool them. I, you know, I, I'm not putting them under any illusion. Like uh, we we are we are doing church on a Sunday basis, but I at least want them to know that you know w when you say bow your head, close your eyes. There's some uh, you got to recognition. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little bit of recognition. It's like, like it's not a completely it's like son, foreign at least, concept. Son, at least do that. Right. <laughs> Don't don't come to the crib making letting letting them think that Christmas is because of Santa Claus. Your son is not a very bow your head type of person though. His personality doesn't strike me like he doesn't seem like he's gonna ever bow to anyone. I mean, I in that sense, um, hopefully not. But you know, God isn't anyone. So I, I feel you. True. I feel you. True. I mean, so do you plan at some point to raise your children religiously? I mean, I think I'm, I think I, what I'm trying to figure out now is how to maybe try and get back on the trend, like try and figure out how to introduce it to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I at least owe them that. And, um, because to be, to be honest with you, I mean, um, that, that some of that train has left the barn really. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, that horse has left the barn already because like I grew up just I mean, I came into consciousness just knowing that I was going to church every Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, that you prayed and you had your meals. Like, you know, it's muscle memory now. How young were you when you got saved? Probably, let me think. How did I know he gets saved? See, I knew he got saved. Yeah, I mean, you know. Um, I wanted to take communion. 
Eat that. Yeah. Grape juice. Get that grape juice. A little cracker. <laughs> on the first, on the first. Grape uh, juice. Y'all didn't use real wine. Nah, man, it was grape juice. They use real wine at the white Methodist churches. At my <laughs> church, they, the, we use real wine. We yeah, use Manischewitz. Black churches. That oh. is Martinelli's grape juice. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. My church is a black right. church. No, no, no. Maybe an ocean spray, yeah, okay. but I don't know. But I like it. Not all churches. My church was a black church. I'm going to hell talking like this. <laughs> and we drank Manischewitz and had holla. Our our bread was holla and our wine was Manischewitz. And it was delicious. The first wine I ever tasted in life was Manischewitz. I feel like I Good really you, started man. to pay attention I mean, to church baby, when that started happening. I didn't get tipsy. I mean, I got. I, I know. Taste. It's, just, it's just a quick. Taste. I just really feel like I started paying attention, and when I realized like the timing that it happened, and I, I would be like, "Oh, is this is this is when we get to go up, get up in the middle?" Because you know, I get bored and fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. like the falling asleep oh, situation. I'm, I was thirsty anyway. Thank you. I will take. You well, know, listen. I remember. Fresh. I remember a couple times I embarrassed my mom at church, falling asleep. I think. I think I like sleepwalked. <laughs> <laughs> up from my seat to like in front of the pew one time yeah. and she your... kicked my ass when I got home. Prominent family? Your family? A prominent family? I mean, um yeah. My dad was like an architect. Uh he's an arch- he was an architect when he um w- was not retired, of course. And uh like he built that church. Right. He yeah. was a, he designed that church. Oh. And um that's and designed the, and designed the new one that they moved into. So he's been a part of that church for a long time. He like kind of grew up once he moved to Charlotte as a young man. He grew his family. He grew there. up in there. Yeah. Okay. So 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 you your pew was at the front, and you just like got up and started walking nah, around. Man, sleep. we we just happened to be oh, sitting. Were you on stage? Were no, you like no, that no, prominent? No, 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 no. We were like sitting, but we were sitting a few rows back that day. For some reason, like I, like somehow, I, I don't even know how I got Did loose you go to from a my mom. Speaking in tongues, church? Nah. <laughs> but there would be people that every now and then, you know, once they caught the spirit, mm-hmm. they would, um, they would, you know, catch the spirit. Which so it wasn't a young kid would look hilarious sometimes, yeah. and it was like you're stifling laughter. Cause you don't want your mom to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you always so, but get in but it wasn't it wasn't a Pentecostal church. No, it wasn't a Pentecostal church. Okay. No, up in there it's like yeah. No, no that's the tongue speaking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tongues, okay. The tongue speaking. Your church, you know, there's a lot of Nigerian Pentecostal churches. I know, but I Harlem is popping. I do not Nigerian Pentecostal churches, and I mean, that seems a, so right because like Harlem is so much. loud. <laughs> we, well, I, my mother is a kind of a she's more conservative, so. We went to a Methodist church for a long time. So oh. go like, so you, like the you went to white people church like and I did. like very you know. You went to white people church? Well no, well, my church not. was a black church, but it's basically a a, a white British based do- denomination. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So our worship was not very like black, ours was definitely black churchy. It was not soulful. Yeah. Was not so full. Ours yeah, our, yeah. Ours was not was not black churchy. No. Wait, no. What, what what denomination? Methodist. She's Methodist. Oh, okay. Yeah, Duke Chapel in Durham, North Carolina. Got you. Yeah, we well, were up in the Baptist, so you know we were rocking. Yeah, well, there was none of that. Not until I went to Atlanta. When I moved to Atlanta, did I have a different church experience? So you're the religious guy who teaches kids about Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm the guy who grew right. up in like super religious church who now whose children are complete heathens. They can never sit through a church ceremony. 
they would be like, they be like this is Pop. boring Pop, when is this? we go home <laughs> where's my iPad are you serious <laughs> um, <laughs> and Jen you're, you're, you're kind of like me you're like the female version of me when yeah you, like I grew up I grew up heathen and pagan and well now I'm I'm spiritual as a uh, yeah, spiritual like that means to, you're a heathen uh, and a pagan <laughs> <laughs> the old I lady like the in your church that you grew up with she would call you a pagan she's yeah, probably dead for now for sure but for if sure. you was, if you was a grown woman when she was still alive <laughs> she'd be trying to save you every week <laughs> I got saved when I was I think fourteen or something like that yeah sounds about right. uh, I was old I was like five oh I mean nah, I don't think I was that young. No. I think it was somewhere closer to closer to Jen's age. Yeah. Like when you know what is like when you're going to actual vacation Bible school and you're getting the concepts of what you're being taught. It's Let me actually, tell you, I was going to vacation Bible school. <laughs> I, I wasn't going until I was like um, <laughs> in <laughs> middle school, high school. Yeah, because y'all y'all was like real, real rough heathens. So Jen, <laughs> um, before we jump into some hot takes, because we've been we've been ch- chatting for a little while, we we uh, so we're trying to stay on schedule, we're, guys. We're trying to make the show more professional, more <laughs> more produced. So we're, every every week we're aiming for about ninety minutes, but because we like running our mouths, we we go over time. Yeah. I already know we're gonna go. That over was time an interesting today. discussion though, because I I I actually for a long time I wanted to get into things like religion and what 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 you guys are doing from your kind because we all grew up in that. So I think that's yeah. a that's a that's a relevant topic. Also, okay. the Santa Claus situation is also a relevant topic. <laughs> no, Santa way, Claus is relevant. Santa Claus is relevant. It's also a relevant topic. And and, and I and the I guy who complains about Santa Claus has like the tree popping though. <laughs> but I don't mind the European like pagan idol. I just don't like the European Christian idol. See the pagan idol because they got all that pagan what they call pagan. They got a lot of that shit from us anyway. Uh, you so, think? Yeah, I think the, I think somehow if you trace, and this is maybe just be my hotepness, but I think if you trace Christmas trees back long enough, you're gonna end up in like Egypt or something. <laughs> you're gonna end up where? I don't Africa. think they can yeah. grow in Egypt. <laughs> there are evergreens in Egypt, aren't there? Cypress trees in like Lebanon and shit. Yes. Egypt's mm-hmm. close to Lebanon. Near the desert. They might even border each other. Do they? No, they don't. But Egypt's close to Lebanon. <laughs> I'll let you rock with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say nothing about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll let that. Uh, we can rock. All right. And plus, there are other types of trees. It's not so much about... The, it's the, the 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 bringing the tree in your house and making it your idol for 12 days or whatever. You know, 12 days of Christmas. Is that a black Santa on top of yours? Of course it's a black yes. Santa on top of If I'm going to have black Santa on top Santa. of the tree, he's going to be black. And that's, that's the first Santa Claus I told them. And I was like, yeah, that's Santa Claus... Um, if you're gonna do anything with Santa Claus, make sure it's a black Santa Claus. And no, I told them this when 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 I only had one child. When it was yeah. just wait, uh, wait. You, so you told her he ain't real, but if you're gonna do something with him, <laughs> he needs to be black. black. Yeah, like if you if you if you choose <laughs> if you choose to buy into the Santa Claus thing that all your friends are talking, like if you bow to that peer pressure. Make sure you It's black Santa <laughs> I mean The whole point is not to bow To the peer pressure Of course plus, But you can't plus, expect You There wait, was never a point gonna, In your life gonna, Where you bow be? to peer pressure You but, gotta expect That no, your kids Are gonna saying, bow to peer pressure yeah. In some situation But wait What I'm saying is Peer pressure Like when she grows up You mean 
No, just when she's at school. Just when in everybody life, else is talking about it. When you're not around. Like when, when else is she going to be doing stuff with a black shadow? <laughs> like, I'm just, she already I, knows No, the I feel what she's you're under, saying. Because, she's under your influence. I mean, when they're just around together, you know, this time of year and they're playing with stuff and they're and seeing talking, Santa everywhere. I feel like it's nice for her to have in her head, but oh, but wait, there's another Santa. There's one that looks like me. That and the, looks and my like children, my daddy. Ba- based on my, I feel like the context is important for them to have. Yeah, based on least. my 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 privilege, my children have a lot of like white friends, right? And you know these young white kids, and they're good kids, but they don't think anything about because they're presented with the world that everything is default them, right? right. So I don't want my daughter have to get in an argument when some well-meaning like six-year-old is like, but Santa's white. It <laughs> should be like, no, he's not. Right. Okay. No, he's not, he's not yeah, even yeah, real, yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Oh, man, I wish I could be right. there when she finally has a conversation like that, when she's like, and by the way. And that starts starts young. Like, that, that's why I'm like, Just that's why I'm kind of like, somebody. you know. Just ruin it. I mean, it's got to happen. But I mean, I, I don't think she's in any sort of danger coming up under you. But yes, I meet you. <laughs> All right. So, Jen, um, you're quitting your job. No, I'm not. Wait, so what do you said? You only have six more days of work left in your life? Yeah. No, I said I have six more days of official work this year. Oh, okay. crazy. And then you go on vacation. And yeah, because everybody um, get, takes off um, the, the two weeks before between Christmas and New Year's. That's true. I'm taking off one of those weeks, too. Yeah. Um, I'm just like. But ah. it's a contract position, so I don't get paid that takeoff week. That, oh, that, that sucks. right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. I feel you. Listen, you know I know. I feel you. I, I what I gotta do, it. what I gotta do. But I'm family's I'm, worth more than uh, money. I just, Although I need money to feed the family, ain't that a fucking paradox? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. You were talking and no, telling me stuff I want to hear. I understand. No, I've got six more days, five more actually. So are you gonna be end up? Because you're you're on a contract now. You're gonna end up no, full time at this place. Oh, no, I'm full time already. Oh, I know all that. Yeah. So when are you kicking out your roommate? Oh, you know. It's also the end of the now, year. The sublet is over. Roommate got to go. Yeah, you got, uh, you, got, you got that paper now. You, you, you roommate got no, time. no, my sister's living with me. I was about to say, kind of sublet. You got to kick your sister out? No, my sister <laughs> is living. She will be the other roommate. Oh, oh. I thought she already was. There's three people. It's an artist compound in my apartment right now. Got it. Oh. I have a designer, this guy oh. who I'm friends with, okay. who is my roommate. And my sister is also there, too. Oh, so okay. but his sub how many bathrooms up. are there? How's his design skills? Wait, wait back, 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 back up. Sorry, how many bathrooms are there? But that's a that's a one real, bathroom. That's a good question. One bathroom. Two women and a man in one bathroom. Yes. Is is there sex going on? <clears throat> no, not at all. That seems like a difficult situation with no sex going on. No one. That's no. No, no, no. What I mean by that is, I'm not trying to be creepy. It don't, sounds like I'm, I'm not trying to Russell Simmons you. No what I'm saying is that <laughs> if is there that was a hashtag, if there was sex going on, one bathroom can be comfortable because there's a lot of stuff. Like the door doesn't have to be closed all the time. You feel me? No, it's more like everyone is working so much. You never see each other. None of that. There's oh, okay. we never see each other. So it's easy. Yeah, I mean, literally, no one's ever. And when we are home, it's literally like we're all about to go to sleep. So then, why are you kicking the designer out? We might need his skills. No. Well, she ain't gonna lose he's his a, number. He's like, <laughs> but I not mean, a if designer. No, if you not kick someone no, out of his like house, an interior designer. 
like a nah. home uh, experience designer. Okay. Well, I still might, might I mean, need him. You know, he still thinks in that way. Either well, way. you know, guys. No, I mean for interior design. I don't mean we'll for continue on. what I was thinking about before. But continue on. Why are you kicking him out? I'm not kicking it out, him out. The uh, sublease was for a year. So it's time to go. He well, wants to go to L.A. So are you all leaving? No, I'm never leaving that apartment. Yeah, I thought I said. I'm never no leaving that go. apartment. That apartment. Oh, so, he, so is he your friend or he's just he's, a... He's a friend of mine who like needed a sublease. Um, my other roommate was moving out. Uh, a, a, like a girl who was introduced to me from like my grad school friends. I've had really great roommates in there in that other room ever since my sister like my sister left to go to North Carolina. You never had a roommate that tried to um, rub your toothbrush on her dirty. No, hands. no, I've had really great roommates. No, <laughs> whatever that girl did. <laughs> no, I've that's had right, roommates. That, that's, that's a that's a she, uh, she continuation from Cardi some B. Other. Her 2017. Yeah, no, I feel that like that kind of it, opposite. That's an experience below my below my frequency. Yeah. My frequency grade. Yeah. Like I don't think anything would ever happen. So as you prepare like to that. leave work, yeah, and you got, I got Costa somebody moving out. My new person, my sister's moving back in. Uh, got a lot of new energy coming in for 2018. I'm like prepping to go, you know, practice. Uh, wrapping stuff up. It's just a lot of movement. It's a lot of movement happening. Is um, it your little sister or your older sister? I'm the oldest. It's my little sister. So, are you going to like police her guests? No, we we have like basically the similar. We've lived together before. As adults. Yeah, she was on the lease. She le- she's still on the lease. Okay. She, she left to go take a break break from New York, and then she- I had. I had roommates. I don't think I could live with my sister as an adult. Not in that type of situation. Me and my sister are really good friends. We're we're best friends. I best don't think I try to tell her what to do with her life all the time. No, I don't. I don't. Really? I don't. I don't. You're, the, you're, a, you're that type of big brother. You are that type of big brother. But, but the thing is, I'm not that type of like in your face with it. But I. They never are, are they? I'll definitely. I would make my opinion no. I come from a type of family where your opinion can be made known without you saying anything. Right. No words. I think words. that's with any family that's close. Yeah. Right. So my opinion on things there's would a look, be known. There's a tone. There's, <laughs> there's the, shade. There's yeah. shade. There's <laughs> just general shade, shade in the direction yeah. of we're, we're, my, Our mother taught us how to use the English language. Very well to throw shade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like living with my sister. I mean, I think we, we've gotten closer since we've shared space together. And, you know, she's also a yoga and Pilates teacher. She's interested in health and wellness. Oh, y'all just like a, like a nuts and berries family. Yeah. They're a duo. In, well, in, in, their team. Are you incense or oils? Both. No, no, what? no. One of you has to be incense, and the other one is oils. It's a duo. Which one are you? Are you incense or oils? We're both. There's not one that's more than the other. Oh, so you're like you're like a mutant team <laughs> of oil and we're you know, you're a like, holding company. You're like Hybrid. that. You're like that mutant. Have you ever? You still haven't watched my brother's show, have you? Which you're one? like the mutants on um, uh, Legion. 
there's there's the one mutant where it's like two of them, but they're the same person. Oh, that would be that. Man, you that just could, letting all the government information out tonight. You know, Do it. That would be really interesting. I wonder what my sister would say if she heard you say that, because we're exactly ten years apart. Exactly there's some there's something numerologically significant about that. Yeah. I don't know what. My older sister is ten years from me. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm ten years older than my little brother. Yeah. Mm. I'm. Yeah, we're close. We're close. Uh, she's gonna come and visit me in Costa Rica while I'm on my yoga trip. Well, she's a yoga instructor. She should be down teaching in Costa Rica. True. She's probably gonna. Why can't she to. teach and certify you herself? Why do you need to go to Costa Rica? Yeah. Why can't she baptize you in um, the church of yoga? Because she's not practicing <laughs> hot yoga. She's a yoga Isn't teacher. Isn't that just turning up the heat? <laughs> no, Negroes. Turn the thermostat up. No, it's not the same. She changed the sign yoga. outside to hot yoga. I thought hot yoga was regular yoga. <laughs> it's just hot. <laughs> and you sweat more than usual. I mean, you have 50% of it, right? The other part is very specific postures and asanas. Uh, but no, nah, she, she's also, she really just teaches uh, Pilates primarily right now. So she's I like a Pilates. Pilates. She has she teaches classes and private clients. Does she teach Gilead Pilates? Ah, you didn't think I knew about that. Dude. He's isn't he the one who started it? I think I've been getting educated I, on it. I don't know. They just there's like one guy. When when I moved no, in with Gilead, my wife, I don't know who you're talking about. The guy with the brown hair. I don't look. I don't know. All I know, <laughs> it might be him because all I know is that I moved in with my wife. It's before we were married. But I moved in with my wife, and I ended up owning all these. Gilead Pilates DVDs. Mm-hmm. There was a, and they were all like from like the late eighties, mm-hmm. early nineties. So there was a guy in the unitards. front who had like, yeah, he had a unitard and like, like very teased out, brown, brown hair, brunette. Yes, I know exactly what he. And he would always be like in front of a a bay area, like in front of water. Yeah, they was in front of like crashing <laughs> like early water. Morning, <laughs> yes. you're like, wait, I thought that was the exercise dude. Yeah, Pilates, Gilead Pilates. But no, but the Pilates See, guy is actually named okay, Pilates. This is what you need to do for 2018. <laughs> 2018, your year has to be the year of paying attention to the stuff that my wife does in the house. Oh. That paying attention to, to the stuff that my wife does in the house. Yes, you should know. Now, the Gilead dude used to be on like ESPN, right? In Hawaii with like two they used chicks do, flanking them or something oh, like that. no, yes, that's they right. They used to do Pilates right. on ESPN. <laughs> Probably late at night. Late at night. No, late night like programming. In, like that midday programming where there wasn't any programming yet. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh. This they is like back when I'm Pilates. They used to have Pilates on ESPN. No, but I think the dude that you're talking oh, about. I'm about to show you who I'm talking about. Okay. Okay, yeah. You guys are talking about the same guy. I think we're talking about the same guy. You are talking about the same guy. In Hawaii, like on a little black pad and shit. And he was wearing a unitard. Or some body some of water, or something like that. Some body of water, and also I would bet you that the sneakers that he's wearing in the clip you're <laughs> probably going to show has come back in style and is probably yes, yes, that's exactly that the guy. Is he's guy? been yes. doing that since 1980. Look, look at these. These are the same. Are these Jordans? Are those what Jordans? year is that from? No, those are case. Those look like case Wait, let me hold up. I'll tell Remember you those socks? Oh, Look, man. man. You used to those put are not socks. Jordans. No, I'm actually kind of mad at you that you had to ask this well, I'm just, I know, but I'm just saying, listen. Listen, don't be mad at me. 
Um, Those are that motherfucker not survived. These, I didn't know that. But low key though, wow. don't don't shade me because the new sneakers now that Kanye's wearing, those shits look ugly as fuck. I don't know which ones he's wearing. Well, you mean the they boosts? they look like eighties nineties throwbacks. Like eighties and nineties, the kicks were popping. Throwbacks or like yeah, eighties nineties, the kicks were popping. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't like. So, well, I don't know what your conclusion is, but I'm I'm glad you're gonna have mad days off from work. I'm gonna have mad days off which from work. I'm jealous about. Uh, um, also, you know, I had reviews this week, and uh, it's the first time I've been reviewed by a boss in like three or four years. Because when you're a freelancer, you don't fucking do reviews. <laughs> right. They just don't hire you again. <laughs> Either that or it's just like you don't stay around long enough to like be, you know, evaluated for your work. You know, you're just like, thank you for your work. If it's good, you know, they ask you back again. Right. Um. But so, yeah, it, it was a completely different experience than what I usually had. How did it, it feel to be judged? Uh, it felt weird. Um, and it goes against like the, I feel like some of the internal spiritual work that I'm always like thinking about in terms of like, that's why America's fucked up. If your center is strong, like who cares about, you shouldn't really care about what people say. Cause you literally you're doing, you're doing the work for yourself. Yes. You're doing it to earn money. And, you know, you kind of have to understand interpersonal dynamics and you have to pay attention to like how you fill up space in a place. But all in all, like, I mean, first of all, it went it went fine. And I was I'm because I'm so self-aware, I know the things that I need to work on. So it wasn't like, oh, my God, I can't believe somebody said that about me. It's like, yeah, I I know what I need to work on. I have a plan. And so it's kind of like, well, you know, obviously it's one of the things that people actually do like about you is that you're so self-aware. Um, and, you know, so it was it was a lot of good feedback and a lot of like feedback I understood that I already know, knew I needed to improve on. So in that way, it was very different. Oh, wait a minute. They they try to criticize you. They try to say there's something. You I mean, to it's a part of the book. That's why I bought Radical Candor in terms of like no one's perfect. I mean, you're perfect. Fuck that. Oh my God. Thanks, See, now, guys. now you're acting like Damon. But like, <laughs> that's See, I, not I, I true. You were projecting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I just know there's part, there's part of like the way I do work. Uh, I don't even see that, man. <laughs> I don't even, um, I don't really like to learn out in the open. And I've said that numerous times to you my like mom. Learn in private. Yeah, like I'm not like it makes me a little bit uncomfortable to have to like learn on the fly at work. I'd rather just like, you know, what? I don't know. Let me go kind of like go like, be somewhere for a day in it or so and then come back. Feel like people are judging you. Yeah, I just don't like it. I'm not used to you it. You don't like having the answers. I want time to think about it. You know, so like you I don't have, let, let me let me answers. sit on it. Let me stew it. Well, they're definitely judging you, number one. Yeah, I mean, of course, we're strategists. We judge on how we think. But what, uh, and I don't want to believe this point because I know we need to move on. Yeah. In fact, the title of this is uh, Move to Minute 30 or 45 Minutes to Start the Part of the Podcast, unless you want to hear about our personal lives. <laughs> right. that's, the, that's the title of this one. But, like, I do want to know... Um, how does that play out in your workplace? What what, what you're talking about? Do they want learning. to hear about our personal lives? They do. Well, I mean, not think, personal lives, but they want you to bring your, about, your but, whole okay. self to work. You know, so if that means like, you know, just you sharing part, all parts of you 
that they want you to bring it to work because they feel like that's the best way to get the best work out of you. Oh, I, I didn't mean at work. I meant the people uh, who are people listening, listening to the podcast. podcast. Well, but well, I, I meant, I meant the, learning, the learning at work that you mentioned. I mean, what does that look like? What does that manifest itself as? Just like um, coming up with a brand story, but writing it specific to uh, a specific category. So like a brand story you, you're going to tell about uh, a sports company is going to be different than the a brand story you're going to tell about a philanthropy. So like so learning to how do, to... So we get some more listeners is come up with our brand story probably, while yeah, you're possibly. on vacation these next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, don't say possibly. We could do it. I'll, figure, I'll, I'll sit for a discovery interview. Is. I'll sit for a our discovery purpose. interview. Well, I mean, I always think of brainstorming sessions as being like a learning on the fly, right? Uh, yeah, that's they more of, yeah, learning on the fly, but also just thinking, or is it just you thinking go and think through, about it and then come back and then we brainstorm. Thinking through solutions, thinking through ideas, like, you know, banging stuff around. What if it's like this? Or what if, what does it mean? Yeah, there's a lot of that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so it went well, you know, I feel like I've done a lot of shit this year. I'm ready for some interesting new experiences next year. Uh, I'm going to turn 40 in March. Let's go. What? Let's go. That's what's up. It's time, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I love saying that. He loves saying that shit. He loves trolling (laughs) folks with that shit. But you you got the thing is. That never worked on me because I always accepted my age prior to reaching it. Well, you're a man, so it doesn't affect you the way it affects women. I just, mm, okay. On a societal level, I can't disagree with you. Thank but you. on an individual, interpersonal level, it affects me. It affects my feelings. <laughs> I can't stand you. That just sounded so genuine, right? I like I, Don't you agree? I, I have insecurities about how my body is changing. Yeah, now nah, I am do? insecure about that. Fuck. I'm flabby as shit. I don't have the cuts like I used to. Me, um, me either. And, you know, it's a little thinnerness up at the top. I ain't bald yet. Hopefully, I, I doesn't. I doesn't get there because by the time my dad was my age, he had like nothing going on. Yeah. But he's uh, got a good bald head. <laughs> yeah. I come from a pretty round headed family. Yeah. We, he's we got a good head for baldness. Um, I'm heads. losing real estate and it's, 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 you know, I bought, but I bought some Rogaine the other day. Like I haven't opened it. Men. You bought some no, Rogaine. No, you know what? Hold I bought, I'm sorry. Up. My bad. I bought some Rogaine a year ago and I you never opened, opened it. it. Has it expired? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, you can't use that. And now I realize I need to probably go buy some more. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to use it this year? The thing I'm scared about is just like once I start using it, like I'm going to have to keep using it, right? Why don't you just use Beijing? Beijing? What? So I every day that I jump in the shower and the shit washes off, I got to get yeah, it done Beijing. again? What, Beijing. what sense does that make? Yeah. How, and how are you comparing a drug that causes your hair to grow back <laughs> you t- to yeah, paint? Drug. To some paint. <laughs> <laughs> like niggas be painting their hair. That's what they do. Let's move on. Filling it in. Let's get some hot takes about the uh, the some of the stuff that's been happening in the past week. A lot of stuff happened last week. Uh, I mean, since, since we last got together. I mean, Roy, Roy Moore lost, which was Seismic. surprising to me. But then once I saw the the exit polls, it wasn't that surprising. About who showed up to the polls and well, basically how everyone voted. Yeah, see, it's not about who showed up. I think black people did show up. Well, 
But, but at the same time, it's not magical to me that 97% of black women and 95 or what is it? 92% of black men voted for the other guy That's because not we're not stupid. Right. This was not to say no, America. Some of us are stupid, but writ also. large, we're not right. stupid. I mean, we, and this we go in the right direction. I do think that what affected black people, particularly black men, more than the liking young girl shit was just all his other like just racist and and southern and conservative shit. Yeah, I think the young girls thing was what we thought or the rest of the country anyway thought would bring the white women to the table but clearly they don't give a fuck about that either no <laughs> they don't and they're racist on top of that because to me that's the only reason to vote for Roy Moore like no, that may not be your primary reason but somewhere either directly or indirectly you voted for Roy Moore because you're fucking racist I'm, a, I'm gonna assume that in general you wouldn't want your 14 or 15 or 16 year old daughters involved with a 30 something year old man. I'm just going to assume let's just assume that. Let's put that assumption out there, right? Even if you don't care about anyone else's daughters, (laughs) you care about your own. So that's not the reason you voted for him. Right. So the real reason you voted for him is because he's a typical Confederate guy, like just racist Southern guy who said America was great, like during slavery and the families were like, that was his (laughs) appeal to families were closer. Isn't that so funny? He's so, he's so fucked up in the way he thinks his appeal to black people was to hearken back to the family structure in slavery. That's what he thought. Cause that's what he he mentioned that when he went to that black church, which I don't understand who that pastor was. That let him come to yeah. that church. But he said that when he went to the black church is when he referred to how great things were. It's so insane. In slavery. Well, it, it just they, sounds they, like they, thinking insanity. that he was gonna get like us on his side. Well, he got five percent. So Uncle Tom is real. Uncle Tom was a real character. <laughs> I mean, and that five so percent was, is, is was that. that pastor and his family. Yeah, that that is who that is. That that's who that is. That doesn't that sees Massa as part of the family. You know, that's who they saw him as. They weren't trying to run. Master took care of them. You know what I mean? It's, they were family. And and that's a that's a real dynamic down south. It's not it's not that they can't be around us because in the south, unlike the north, where it's more segregated in the south, we we all grew up around each other where the south gets in issues with race is are black people where they're supposed to be. So when black people start showing up in places of leadership, oh no, that's not where a black man is supposed to be. Now that gets things out of equilibrium for them. And so that's why Obama threw them way out of whack because he wasn't where he was supposed to be. I'm sure they think Obama was a nice man. They probably could have gotten along with him and everything, but he was not where he was supposed to be. So we got to, we got to stop going back to Obama. But I just want to. <laughs> no, I mean, we, as, we, an, we, as an example, we can't, we can't have him example. back. We're in example. the Obama era, um, so <laughs> it's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. Still. So, what, what did you mean? You you were talking earlier this week about the reform, re, reaffirmation of the Obama coalition, meaning like, um, and 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 I think like you touched on it, which was. We saw black women come out. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's 
what they called identity politics. They kept calling identity politics like people got panicked after Trump won. And it was like, we can't go identity politics. We got to try and reach out to the white working class people that are hurting and all that. And it's like, yeah. no. Why would you go after a segment of the population that is shrinking? Mm-hmm. Um, versus a section of the population that is, is expanding, which is a coalition of white people, black people, Hispanic people the melting pot that is moving forward together versus this white working class. It's just working class people. Mm-hmm. If you help working class people, you're going to help them too. Right. Right. Their language may not change. So but the language least... may not change. They, they, so, so people were saying, you know, Democrats are going and doing this identity politics and it didn't work. What they're learning now is that Trump was just an anomaly like this. There were a perfect storm of circumstances that happened to make that happen. Mm-hmm. That we did actually, that Obama did actually have it right. He put together the young, he put together the, 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 the Hispanic, the different, the, the disparate the places. They all came together to vote. That block is doing nothing but it's growing. It's, it's, it's the future. And so that's what you saw come out in Alabama. It was also a perfect storm. I mean, Roy Moore was probably the one Republican in the state of Alabama that, that, <laughs> could make a um, race in Alabama this close because of all of all the shit shittiness yeah. he I had mean, in his history. Didn't they say that the, the, but, the race was really close? Oh, super real, close, right? Real, thin close. No, it's real thin close, right? So, I mean, it's not like, it's not like Alabama today is some sort of blue state. It's not. No. If they would have run any logical, any, any, any racist Republican without all that other baggage... Mm-hmm. Who knew how to keep his mouth shut and just be, you know, modern day racist <laughs> and and blow blow his whistle instead of saying it out front like like this guy was. Yeah. Um, he woulda he would have walked away with a win. Cause that's that's just that's what we expect from Alabama. Nobody's even questioned it in years. Right. But you I remember you saying earlier that like a lot of this also is about choosing sides. Like this is like symbolically in terms of narrative. Right. Of how we are handling race relations now, like the extreme, the extreme in the extremes in thought and like ideology have really swung very far to the left and to the right. And so when when you're in the middle of those dynamics, like you are forced to choose sides and you're just hoping that like (laughs) that the majority of this new narrative that people are choosing is on the quote unquote right side of history right right so So, like that's exactly right like you're this is a choosing this is a choosing time it's a choosing time yeah because um it is akin to even though there aren't bullets firing this is essentially a divided nation that's in civil um conflict yeah and like our past civil conflicts whether it was civil rights whether it was a civil war you know you chose a side yeah you, you might not be the first reconstruction know. was about a fight for space and this one this second reconstruction is about a fight for our minds the first reconstruction um after the civil war was about an experiment of they call it an experiment of trying to right the wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Because what are you going to do with 4 million slaves who are now free? Um, 
you got to set it right. And so they try to set it right. And eventually we got black, you know, you have black senators, you have black congressmen. And eventually it all did not work because through intimidation and, and just Northern fatigue Mm -hmm. after 10 years, they abandoned it all. And you saw black codes and Jim Jim Crow. We never learned about this in school, by the way, because basically it was like the Civil War ends and something called Reconstruction happened, and then there was Jim Crow, and then there was Martin Luther King. Yeah, there's no analysis of like <laughs> what like was this, happening it's at just that like time. Just like this black space of a hundred years that right. goes by, and then there was Martin Luther King, and Rosa Parks got on the bus, and then all of a sudden it was freedom. Why aren't there people rewriting our um, history books in school? They, no, they are. Well, there's a there, that that is that is how that as you said as you said right now that. what we're talking about is a battle for the narrative. Yeah, the story. Yeah, like are we telling the right stories? Like when people talk about Confederate statues, why can't there be like the a history a history book project? Well, the, I mean, they have. All... You, it's like how they're rewritten. They were written. Remember the history books in Texas or wherever we were written to say that like black people came here as workers, indentured <laughs> servants. No, they didn't say indentured servers. They They're whitewashing. They're whitewashing. But yeah, it's still, it's still. I mean, it's revi- It's re- But it needs a revision. I feel like there should be a project. There should but that's be depends like how a, it's revised. Uh, that's all. That's the. Well, point no, I mean, I think, and that's that's what's great about this moment is that there's such clarity. Like in the, in the Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. What you and there's some shit that just history has to do for you, or fate has to do for you that man cannot author. Like the, it can't be just an accident. That a man who was accused of molesting women, I mean, molesting girls, excuse me, was beaten, but not just beaten, beaten by a man who, you know, a white man who found justice for four little black girls Mm -hmm. who had been killed by white supremacists in Alabama 40 years prior. Right. Does when it they seem just got so off perfect that maybe it does, it feel, so perfect. does it feel uh, fabricated? Does it feel not fabricated? Sorry. No, it just feels like. Does it feel planned? I, it's like nobody could write that except, you know, this is the way it's supposed to go. Does it. But does it. Like there's something. Sometimes there's something, I feel like when stuff move, like that there's happens, There's something though. moving that's beyond any of us. I mean, that's not. I, 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 cosmic. I, I think that I would like to think it is cosmic. But also part of me, the conspiracy theory part of me, also thinks that. What are there are is the government or the media in cahoots to um, push our buttons and push our. Uh, uh, emotions to the point where we're so distracted by the real things that impact our daily lives. So like maybe they knew all along that like, you know, the Republican, you know, Roy Moore was never going to win. But what if, what if that was known, you know, what if they knew that in the beginning, like there was no way political strategists knew, like even at the end of the day, there was no way he was going to win, but we let it play out because it takes up the airways. It gets keeps people distracted, and like the real policies that really matter, don't get any you know airtime, and thus don't get any attention. Right. And we can kind of slide under the radar and kind of keep things moving. You know, but what are you? I, are I feel you, like there there are things person? that are distraction tactic that come out of some of these. You know, but you think the media is doing that? I think in cahoots with some of the people in government too. 
Well, Fox News is definitely do that, doing that on behalf yeah. of Trump. But I, I, but again, I don't know. Sometimes it, it just feels like, why are, why are, you know, sometimes when stories come, I'm like, why are we spending so much time on this particular story? Like What's Omarosa? really going on that I feel like uh, people aren't paying attention to? What bills are being passed that we don't know about? And them. then, you know, a lot of them. Because, I mean, all of them, uh, like well, most. A lot of them. I yeah. mean, the sensationalism of. So, you know, the media is trapped now. And yeah. it's they're trapped because they have to make money. And to make money, they have to get eyeballs. And to get eyeballs, is they a have news to, story. Yeah, they have to get, you know, they have to get the most exciting news. And so, like somebody said to me, you know, CNN is on 24-hour breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> they, kept, they got a breaking news uh, banner at the bottom of their television But you know day, what it does day. to people? I feel like it it forces not forces but what happens it turns people it turns us all into a nation of people who don't understand the difference between what's important and what's urgent exactly headline we're we're reading headlines if we catch that what does anyone know what the difference between something that's important and something that's urgent nope does it no nope does anybody know what's the truth and when you mix priorities nothing ever moves forward you just stay stagnant no that's why i think in this in this environment, the way that you con people is to go very slow. Mm-hmm. Because if you go slow, and if you repeat it, people forget the truth. People forget the truth, and the, and and what stands out if you repeat something mm-hmm. over and over again is that consistency stands out from the different information that you're. You know, taking in yeah. every day, every day, every day. So you're taking yeah. in something different, new headline, new breaking news, new breaking news. But if I keep telling you that you're watching fake news every day, yeah. even if you know that that's not the truth, the consistency of it All you gives your lizard brain out. the appearance of the truth. Yeah. All you need to do is so raise out. You know, without you even knowing it, it becomes the truth. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's deep in the weeds, but like, I, I get you. I get what you're saying. Like, um, I mean, it almost seems we are, we're distracted. There, there's like structural incentive for us to be distracted. Um, and it's costing us because there's real shit going on behind the scenes. Trump is, his cabinet is doing all kinds of stuff like the net neutrality situation, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then on the other end of it, what the beauty in Alabama was is that Outside of the day to day, and this is what I mean, like budgets, they come and go, right? You know, a budget gets passed. It might be a terrible budget, but if it doesn't work five years, 10 years later, Mm -hmm. a new Congress will come back and revisit it, right? Depressions happen, recessions happen, boom years happen. Right. This thing that we've been dealing with in this country, which is our original sin of race, We've been dealing with for 400 years. There's nothing that's lasted that long that this country continues to come back and grapple with. Mm -hmm. We continue to try and grapple with the story of what happened on those plantations all those years ago. Which is so crazy because it's not like we don't have picture proof. Yeah, we we all are looking at the same information. I don't understand why, you know, we all are sitting here playing this game with white people acting like we don't know what really happened and we're allowing them to continue to really have a say in the narrative. 
Yeah. I, I just don't, I really don't understand that. Like if we all got together and we were like, okay, this platform called We Buy Black is trying to basically, you know, reactivate the idea of group economics. Like we should be writing history books and giving them out for free in the black community. Right. Like th there should be a grant where we are literally rewriting every history book in every state and like giving the true story. There should be free documentaries. We should have our own libraries, like all of this stuff. It Cause is, I just, I just feel like that, that a, has to happen first before we're all kumbaya with right, other right, people. Right, 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 right. But hold on. I don't even think that we should just be writing history books. I think more effectively we should be making period pieces. When is Oprah Winfrey going to produce a fucking Egypt movie without white people as the Egyptians? True. All like, of that. When, All is, of that. when is Will Smith going to make a like African epic movie? Or, I mean, Black Panther is going to be the, I guess, the black sci-fi flick. But you know what I'm saying? Like, black this Pan is, is going to be the need. kickoff. Not that we do need, in conjunction with, we need the history books for the intellectual rigor. But in turn, what we really need for our our people and I think for the larger country and the world is we need to be making more pop culture phenomenon and stories that center us. Yeah, I agree. I think that's true, but I think I, I don't think we are. Um, I don't think there's a void though of 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 pop culture piece. I no, there I, definitely is. I mean, there is, there is, but I mean, you know. From from roots to twelve years of slave to but blah blah blah. Here, 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 I'm just saying, like the the history book thing is good because part of the reality is these what we all have to as a people understand, just people, humans. We're so short sighted, so much short term mm -hmm. that the reality is is that some of this is just going to be a generational effect. So we have to put things in place like history books yeah, that can teach a new generation. Like there's a generation that is alive now that knew has known nothing other than a black president mm -hmm. until Trump. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. So they'll grow up with a whole, when they become 21 might not happen in my lifetime, obviously, you know, like I wanted it. But what do you, what do you so, want them to know? What do you want them to right. know? So it's like, get the story right. Get the story full. Make that's, the context of it fine. all. I think that's fine. I think we're saying the same thing. No, we are. All of these yeah. can happen at the same time. What I'm saying is, it, it's 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 all of these things need to happen at the same time. And Oprah Winfrey has the power to make that happen. What's important to me is that the everyday kid is going to school at what? PS whatever at Benjamin Banneker and gets his history lesson. And it doesn't just simply say black people were slaves, then they were freed, mm -hmm. then Martin Luther King came along, <laughs> and suddenly they had, you know, full voting rights and were free. Yeah. They need a fuller story than that. White kids need a fuller story than that. Hispanic kids need a fuller story than that. I just think that sometimes telling the story from present to past is probably a better, it's probably a better way to put things in context. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not suggesting how to tell a story. I'm, I'm just saying the, a fuller story is needed. Yeah. Because there is a, um, because the, the various narratives that we're going, like I, I grew up in North Carolina, grew up in North Carolina, there's Confederate statues everywhere. Yeah. Where, why is that? Yeah. As, yeah. as John Stewart said, that is racial wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah. 
racial wallpaper. It was just sitting around Everywhere. all of us. And we didn't even, we, we didn't even notice, but by and by it was seeping into our subconscious that somehow maybe, you know, maybe generally is maybe an honorable dude who was fighting for a right cause. <laughs> well, guess what? They took out some racial wallpaper out of the white house recently. They did. Yeah. Omarosa got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> She, bye bye, bitch. She was racial wallpaper. Bye. She, she was know. definitely racial wallpaper. I mean, is this her attempt at a, like a second apprentice, but the White House version? Oh, like, man, is she, she just, just doing this shit for she more just, money? I think man. no. I think they definitely fired her. I think oh, not, I, I'm sure they walked her out. No, but I'm saying the part. Even if the, she the, quit, the, they, the, they the fired her at the same time. Part, yeah. The mean, small she's... being ridiculous part. That this is this is the turn up part of her personality that I I feel like is fake and is put on. I don't doubt that that she is like a little bit loathsome and, you know, very very much so. (laughs) Yeah. I don't doubt that there's that part of her, but I also think that she's so calculated that she's also turning it up always for the camera or for whoever will listen. Well, did you catch how Robin Roberts gave her bye, Felicia? (laughs) Yes. Did she? And Soledad O'Brien was like, uh, if Robin Roberts don't like you, it's over for you. <laughs> right. Robin Roberts likes everybody. She, she likes everybody. <laughs> she's, well, she's the barometer. One of, one of, the, one of the, the online thinkers, and she's not just an online thinker, but I tend to connect with her most online because that's just how we live nowadays. Um, uh, she was saying something uh, that like Omarosa was talking about, starting about like my people. She like, was, yeah. She was. In some, yeah, she I did guess say in, something in, like in that the, in the Good Morning America interview. She my was, people. She was referring to my people. Like I couldn't let sudden such like, bitch, my people. You are a girl with no country. People. You are a woman like, with no, no country. No, you abandon your people. She has no country. Like, you have no country. Like, <laughs> she has no people. Nobody like, wanted to talk wor- to you. You're, you're worse. You're worse than. <laughs> she the, talking about she brought the black vote. I was nope. like, no, you didn't. No, <laughs> well, you didn't. He, he, he didn't get the black vote. So <laughs> I guess she. No, he got she, some. He got some Uncle Tom out there. But right. I mean, Uncle so Tom was going to roll with him anyway. She brought them. She 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 might have convinced a couple of them. I don't know. I don't think she did. She didn't do anything. She was hired to do. Uh, uh, she she's hot to Uncle Ruckus in a lowdown. <laughs> I mean, I'll she, never forgive her because she was married to that dude who was in Green Mile, and then as soon as they got married, he died. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Can't write this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't write it. So I'm like, she's bad luck, dude. She, I um, look, speaking. Just, let's speak about the real black woman who came out. <laughs> turned out the real the black women are the mothers of America, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and forever. And for, America's and been on the teat. Been. They've been literally on literally and. Literally and, and figuratively. figuratively. And raised, for raised white time. families and black families. <laughs> Mary J. Blige about to get... Uh, uh, she got nominated, she got nominated for, for right? Mudbound. For Mudbound. I you haven't know? finished watching it, by the way, though. One of the, did you start watching it? It still feels slavery-ish oh, to me. Oh, it is. I mean, it is. It's set it is. during World War II. I know. It is. But, <sighs> I, guys, I hate Recon- watching... Reconstruction trying to take eight steps forward... Stuff. I and really what happened do. after it took seven steps back, it's like you're every day except a slave. It just makes me so Share angry to watch shit like that. I just can't stand it. I just can't stand it. I, I well, stopped. I'll, like I stopped. I, I want to see it, but I stopped I, I haven't, after. I haven't it's, even no, attempted it's, it's, yet. It's a good. It's a good movie. I know um, it's good. It's just when they come a, back it, from the war, it's a good it's director. Hard to watch. It's a good director. Yeah, it's 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 a good watch. My brothers worked for her before. Worked with her before. Mary. No, D. Reese. Oh, D. Reese. Um. 
Um, but but black women, um, she's a black woman. You said some you what you said earlier about um, I mean we're talking about black women, but it was like if people would just follow what well, black how black people vote. <laughs> no, what I said is that you can always trust black women. I said that you can like, always trust. I said black. that months ago. Right. So I was like, you can always trust black women. You can't necessarily trust a particular black woman. Right. But we were talking about group dynamics. But group dynamics wise, you should always trust black women. Always trust black women, and it's like a lot of talk has been happening after Alabama about how it's time to invest in black women and by proxy. I don't know what that means though. I don't know what that means either, but I do know that the evidence. I hope suggests, it's not a false conversation that's I, being had. I do notice. I that think it's a real conversation. I, I just don't know what that means. I do notice that the evidence they suggests that if you looked at if you look at voting patterns, that if America had just followed every whether we won or lost, everywhere that the black vote went, we'd be in a lot better place today. Of course. Again, well, this country is always waiting for white people wrong. to catch what does up. That mean? Well, we're just, always waiting for white people See, to catch I, up. I, you know, I, I feel like you guys are being harsh on the white folks. No, I'm no. not being, I'm not being no. harsh. I don't think, about, uh-huh. I don't think, were, I don't think it's about, I don't think it's about waiting for white people to catch up. I it do. has the reason that why we're so prescient as a group is because we have to be to survive. And we're also able to look at, cause it just to keep it all the way 100, white people still run this country. Right. And so to survive, we were always forced to know them at least better than they know themselves, at least consciously mm-hmm. better than they at least consciously yep. know themselves. So that's why we're able to, to know when their shenanigans aren't going to work out. We, we, we have, we already know when it's shenanigans, even when they don't know, yeah. like black folks weren't about invading Iraq. And we know, yeah, no. we knew we were like overwhelmingly, we were against invading Iraq because we were like, this is some shenanigans and it turned out to be shenanigans. Yeah. If you had asked black folk, do we take Muammar Gaddafi yeah. out? We'd have been like, no, who gives a fuck about Muammar Gaddafi? Or the more educated of us would have been like, no, Gaddafi's f- for black Africans. He's, right. He's pro black <laughs> Africa. No, leave him the fuck alone. Yeah. And they took out Gaddafi and now they're fucking selling black Africans in Libya. Look, I don't know about that. But I do know about that. See, but he, he's, he's, one, he's also one of the halfway, like, because he's a Democrat. Like, no, you gotta, you gotta listen, get off the Democrats. I, I am a Democrat, but listen, I you have to use every opportunity. You're a Democrat. To you, for you are a Democrat. Yeah. I am not a Democrat. We are all Democrats. I'm an independent. <laughs> there's only what, what, there's cho- it's a choosing time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all the, I'm saying. The, if the Democrats want to want to believe what I believe, that's cool. Are you Doesn't mean the, I have to join them up with them. Are you are you with the Union? Are you with the Confederacy? You're on one side or the other, boss. I'm. We uh, we shooting. I'm I'm the French. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I I didn't. <laughs> I'm not necessarily with the union, but I'm not with the Confederacy. You're <laughs> kind of like I'll help out no, there. I'll help the union. Uh, okay. Yeah. You don't. You I'm don't, assuming you by don't, the, by the union. Sauce. I'm assuming by the, <laughs> the union you meant like the good guys because they weren't necessarily the good guys. They just were not the bad guys. That is a great point because okay. again, there were only two sides to get on. There wasn't a third army in this, so you had to choose a side. I think the French War, didn't all. they help somehow? Warts and all. Warts and all. You got to choose the side. I feel like the French helped the, the Union and the British helped the Confederacy because the British wanted, you know, a more pliable former colony. There's either light or there's dark. 
either alive or you're dead, you're either pregnant or you're not. There's well, no, there's no th- such thing as a little pregnant. True. Things are binary. Choose a side. Speaking of people that have been recently pregnant, Beyonce's been looking fly on Instagram recently. Just wanted to put that out there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. She got a rubber band. She got a rubber band about her. Uh, yeah, she does. Oh, she's she saying the snapback. I hate that fucking phrase. What? When the women talk about First my snapback after you know what, I had you know what? a baby. Snapback. She's got time for the snap in in the all the attendance for snapbacks as well. So you know whether it's, whether it's natural or not, she, she has, got snapback entourage. She has, I feel like <laughs> most women who are healthy and not lazy just snapback. I don't think they need all the trainers and all that. Y'all just be talking that shit, like. I think if I you're mean, healthy women and you're not get lazy, from anywhere. you snap it's not back. Like you're not going to look like it. you did before you had the baby. I'm about to say, like, uh, who uh, wants you to look uh, like you uh, did before you had the baby? You look like a woman now. I mean, that's, that's what I feel. True that's, that, brother. See, the men, Fist women, bone. women don't realize that. Like, <laughs> after you have, after you have my baby, the, the after baby woman, me, is, yeah, the is after awesome. baby woman is hotter than yeah, the pre baby woman. baby woman. But is you hot. guys are not the majority. You guys aren't in the I majority. I think we are actually. I think that's just because most men, a lot of men, just haven't been exposed to after women. After that's baby what I think. Women. I think. I think most men are just. I think a lot of what is deemed as what men think is like a lot of what like boys think like very young I would men. agree with that I would agree with that whereas I think the real, young real grown men who have like re- who've had real experience with women yeah don't think a lot of these things there's some ways that we're still toxic um as we're about to get into right um, <laughs> but I don't think I don't yeah. think something like as we're getting into a week that, yeah I mean, you just call it toxic man corner or I, mean, I don't know what we call it I don't know. So, so, we on okay I'm just gonna say two words new I'm gonna victims. say I'm going to say two words, <laughs> two words, fire. and you, you, hopefully you know these details. If not, I can bring you up to speed, but I'm just going to say Uncle Rush, uh, Russell Simmons. Last week Rush? on the show, I was, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I was defending him, but some people kind of screwed it that way. Um, but I, I did question um, Jenny Lumet's story a little bit, not based on any credibility issues, just but based what the on, situation at hand, the situation she yeah, described, based on the situation she described. Yeah. However, the New I York mean, Times just, published accounts from three additional women, yeah. in addition to the first two, because there's the first woman who accused Russell Simmons of uh raping her in front of Brett Ratner, which is still just like nuts to me. Not the accusation, just that if that happened, that's like, but really? That's yeah. a wild. Yeah. Now you got yeah. a OD now? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, um, then there was Jenny Lumet, um, uh, Lauren, Lena Horne's granddaughter, um, daughter of the great movie guy. I don't know his exact title, but, uh, Sidney Lumet. Mm. And, her, like I said a few seconds ago, her account was kind of like iffy to me. And then, you know, and then the first one was just like one and it was like random woman. And Brett Radner had already just been like blown up for his his own individual shit. So I was just like, OK, that, you know, I'm just going to not really care about that one, to be Brett honest. Brett Radner's been questionable for a long time. Oh, yeah, no, he, he was always questionable. Um, I didn't know that. Um, but then these three more women, one of whom I'm connected to. I don't really know her. I'm not going to say her name. I mean, she's in the article, but I'm, not, I'm like, I've, I think I've done enough name dropping. Um, but 
so number one, I have reason to believe she's credible just based on how I'm connected to this person. Mm -hmm. Number two, the stories were, I mean, they had, what did, what did the old lady say? They had receipts. I mean, they, the stories for this lady's accusations, he did that shit. Yeah. And that shit is blowing my fucking mind that Russell Simmons, like that, that has me kind of like fucked up. The thing is, is guys, it's not that, like he was the only one at all yeah. of these parties, all of these places where all of this stuff was going down. He's what he probably wasn't the only one throwing champagne, but see, ripping, that, grabbing but women. You, no, but you can't, you can't conflate. I think it's all part of the same kind of rape culture. I think we need to admit that that is all yeah. related. But there is still, after some point, I've participated, I will say for myself, I've participated in rape culture-ish activities, but I've never crossed any lines in my individual behavior. Mm -hmm. Like I might, if I'm at a video shoot and someone was spraying champagne at a chick, in, a, in my younger, more ignorant days, I might have gone on with that. But I wasn't running no trains. Right. And I definitely wasn't raped. Like, I wasn't putting myself in any situation to be like, so, man. So these Russell Simmons stories, like, running they're very trains. clear. He was rapey. Like, he was raping. Not yeah. just rapey. He was yeah. raping. raping. Like. Yeah. Side note. Yeah. I don't, running trains is not necessarily rape culture. Well, it's rape Running culture. trains is rape culture. That's rape culture. It's rape culture, my name. I'm not saying it's always rape. But, but it's a part of it. It's it's part of rape culture. There's no girl unless she's getting paid to do like the the ten guy gangbang. Like she's already a porn star and just doing it. There's no girl. Who's I mean, getting who's a train really in her right her. of mind? Yeah, who's like this? She is usually she's usually that a young troubled a, woman. Who's really she's usually in a her young right troubled of mind. woman, that, and the whole thing is, is just rape. It's just rapey. It's. Running I mean, trains no, is there, rape. There should never be. It's a rapey situation. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. never running train is never not yeah. rapey. Yeah. I, I've decided that. There's no. <laughs> there's no way you can think about that situation where it's not. It's not rapey. I'm. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. I I I get it. I'm just when I think of when I think of these situations, I'm always thinking of against someone's will. Mm -mm. I mean, this is the. I think this is the. This is the key inflection point of. That Thought is a key. process. No, you're right. Yes. Well, no, what, what are you yes. about to say? Because I don't know that I necessarily no, yes. agree with Adam, but I feel like you're about to say something I don't agree with. What are you going to say? <laughs> He's like, go ahead, say it. I don't think we're going to agree, but go ahead. Um, no, I just think that every time we have this conversation, it's almost like, but if there isn't any real physicality, then it feels so blurry. And so thus, I don't want to put my foot down and say that this is wrong or, you know, like, yes, you can, everybody can fully agree that if like someone is, there's 10 guys in a room and one girl and like, it's going down, it's still going to feel rapey. That's wrong. Oh, whoa, whoa, if, you, whoa. if, if, you know, somebody says like he physically like, you know, inserted himself like, and made me feel obviously he violated my body. That's wrong. Right. But you know, I feel like there's still such great area around. Uh, he didn't necessarily touch me, but he what he what Harvey Weinstein did to Salma Hayek, where he actually didn't physically touch her, but made her 
always put her in these situations where she felt uncomfortable. She felt like she couldn't control her own agency, whether that was about her work. She, you know, or he blackballed these other two actresses because they probably turned him down. Like, these are that's things professional that, misconduct. That's not rape, though. No, no, no it's no, no, not. But no, I, you're I, right. I feel, I feel, there's but still I, a strong arming to that. It is. It is. No, it's I'm talking, I'm talking it's, about it's voluntary. I'm talking about voluntary. It's, rape, it's rapey. I'm talking about voluntary. But it's like, not rape. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, like, like, know. like, for example, you and I have somebody we went to college with mm-hmm. who we're in those situations. Mm-hmm. Now she may have felt she she may have had some mental issues. Who who doesn't, right? On some level, I don't. We all we all a little bit. No. Do you th- consider that we all a little bit thrown? Wait, but do you I'm, consider I'm that rape culture? I, I like That's you. Con- I like you continue this discussion. That is a part of I it. I will not stand by being called a little crazy. Okay, okay. Your excuse. Thank you. Your excuse from the psycho office. Thanks. Continue. You guys can be psychos. Not <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't adhere to any of that language. Good. What I mean I is, is um, and there's lines that we are we are drawing lines, right? In rape culture, you're right. That is rape culture because, but but and and that's what I'm, we're all part of. That we're all grown up and socialized in it. Now, if a girl wants to be it wants to have sex with multiple guys and they're all there on their own voluntary means. I don't want to, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I want to separate uh force from like consent. consent. But when does that happen though? When, when is it there, happens? I'm just saying it happens. When does the regular woman who's not being, what are you talking about? Regular define regular up. woman. When does the woman who's not being paid? That's how I'm defining regular. It happens. The woman who's not being paid in college, maybe. I don't know. No, it doesn't happen. It also happens beyond college. I'm just saying. I mean, it happens in college. Yeah, it happens A in lot. college, beyond college. Cats ain't got no what money. What college did y'all go to? Carolina. We're football players and basketball players. Like they was running trains on chicks. What? Like all at the same Man. time. Not like, not like passing her to the homies. Not like, oh, okay, I messed with her for a week or two and then you mess with her. No, like at the same time, just like back to back to back. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that every guy like guys would be lying when they would talk about it. So <laughs> I don't I don't know anybody personally. That is rape but culture. Like, that's, that's for rape sure. Culture. That is I agree. That is rape culture. But For what sure. I'm saying to you is, on that point, they open that other that next bag of snacks. Yeah, we're, get into that pirate's we're, booty. We're, we're, we're ten minutes over. <laughs> we're ten minutes over our target time. Jen, Jen, get into that pirate's booty. But let's get, um, yeah, <laughs> eat eat that booty like eat that groceries. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm, they are technically groceries. They are technically. <laughs> nice. I guess what I'm saying is. What do you do? What do you do with those rape culture incidents where everybody is just part of rape culture, and it was like the girl included, and it's just like, I guess this is what you do. There's a there's a part of it that is has to be left in the past, and it's like, all right, we just got to correct moving forward. Not everything in the past can be punished because it's not punishable. Everybody participated. Everybody was a part of rape culture. You just got to move forward. Uh-huh. Some of this stuff is punishable. But some of it was voluntary and we just all grew up in a culture and we're trying to change the culture and it has to be a distinction about doing just that. Do you think there should be a statute of limitations on rape? 
I mean, I, mean, I don't. I that's a deeper no question for, for me. Oh, uh, there is I, no one for murder. No, there's no statue. Nah, that's how that dude murder. was able to go back and get them Klansmen mm. who murdered those girls. How could there be a statue of limitations on murder? You dead forever. <laughs> you right, my brother. True. Well, okay, so. It sounds like no one's here surprised about the Russell Simmons shit. That there are now five women who's accused him of actual rape, not just because we. I think we all kind of knew that he was a little kind of like creepy, handsy, always trying to fuck type of guy. Maybe but not how handsy. Many other guys are like that in the I mean, it's in just, the industry. I feel like yeah, it's just so many. He's I mean, just like kind right. of like the first one to go down. There's, well, there are well, industries see, but, that are more extreme rape culture than others, right? Well, okay, but so. back backing up though. Backing up though. Cuz something that's a concern of mine, well, it's not really a concern of mine anymore. But it would be a concern of mine if I was like a single guy out there in these industries. It's like how do you express your desire or your interest in a woman now? That, that you may happen to work with. And I understand the whole subordinate, you know, boss subordinate thing. That's that's a whole different realm. I'm just talking about in general, because the women, only one of the women that are accusing Russell Simmons was in a subordinate relationship to him. Only one of them was? Yeah. One of one of them worked at Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Um that that's that's the one I'm familiar with that okay. I was telling you earlier that I'm I'm connected to. The other one was a singer that he apparently had a management contract with. So there is a little bit of power there, but he didn't, it, it wasn't a quid pro quo type situation. She also said that one night he like basically overpowered her mm-hmm. to rape her. And then the third uh, woman, um, I'm forget I'm forgetting her occupation, but she also was not like, it wasn't a power. Like he wasn't her boss hmm. in any way. So, but the point I'm making though is that like, well, at, even in the industry, like the music industry, like a boss might even express this, but how do you, where's the line? Fuck the 1%. Of, how do the 99% talk to women in a way that is not going to be perceived as. I mean, I think I know how to do it, but I, I just want to know where, it. where, where is that line? Like it's well, everything Let me not now assume. sexual harassment. No. Like, Cause I don't think. Everything Russell Simmons did was sexual harassment. Although I, I, now that I'm hearing it, I mean, I knew a lot of it was or just creepy, just mm-hmm. kind of like, dude, just out of bounds, off color. Well, it's just like, like you're just always if you're always trying to fuck every woman that you work with. Yeah, then you're just kind of like kind of like a dirty dude. But <laughs> <laughs> however, does that mean that you're a harasser or rapey? Or are you just trying to fuck? Like you're just, and if like, how, I mean, I, I guess I it know, comes how, down how to do what I express do you think, interest? Uh, what do you feel like you deserve? Like, do you feel, does, did Russell feel like he was entitled because of, you know, his own stature? Like if I want something, I'm going to get it. Even if that means like, I'm going to potentially physically fight a woman because I want to fuck her like that's entire that's like that's very narcissistic that's like high ego you know that's kind of like I I um but don't you need that to be successful that's why it's don't you need that to be successful my I have a theory that this stuff is coming out because 
or, or at least all these famous and successful men are being accused because I think in one part, part of the way, and I don't know if it's the world or just America, but part of the way it works, it seems to be that most people who are successful, particularly most men who are successful, but I think women too, are like jerks and assholes of some kind. And then these men, because the way men's minds worked are is fucked up, these men's jerkiness and assholeness comes out in sexual ways. Well, don't they say good guys finish last? Well, we definitely do because um, that's our girls finish first. <laughs> that was my <laughs> shot. Um, but what, what's, what's the line, Jen? Answer for all women. Speak for all women right now. What's the line? What's no, no, the is, line is of there, what's it, inappropriate? What, what's, what's the line? I mean, uh, okay. Several? We're, uh, like whipping out your dick in the office. Yes, that's bad. Yeah, that's clear. Don't do that. That might be a better way to do it. I'm it's not like, talking about. I mean, is this jeopardy? Like, what? What should to keep going? <laughs> I'm not talking about the stuff Quiz, that is shot. clearly is over the line. Your dick at the but office, good no, or bad? You don't think there's a a lot? There's a lot of ground to cover between acceptable behavior and whipping your dick out in the office. There I is think, no. There's a spectrum. We talked about this. Right. Yeah. There's That's a why spectrum. there's going to be, there's going to take, this is going to take time. We're, I guess it's going to take time in the fact that there are always going to be people who kind of like bend to or uh, the status quo or like the collective consciousness of gender roles right. and like what we deem acceptable for one gender to, you know, have in terms of beholden behavior or behavior just over another what we think is acceptable um but i think that the converse the the gray area is gonna come between it's really it just comes down to power dynamics like what you feel like you are entitled to um so as long as men feel like they are entitled to be in spaces where other people are not or they feel like you know if i feel threatened um, you know, my default feeling instead of really thinking about it, I'm just going to react and kind of act in a way, you know, that satisfies whatever insecurity I've got going on, then uh, we're going to continue to have these uh, conversations about a gray area because on some level, men just have to evolve at some point. Like that's part of it, too. Yep. I mean, there is. I think it's obviously what, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Men just have to evolve. I think that there there has to be a thought process around what it means to be a man, and that has to evolve. You know, you can't. It, it can't be just what do you guys feel like is acceptable? How should we come to you? It should be here's how I want to be treated. I think treating someone who is another human with general respect. This should be within the lines of how I approach yeah. somebody. It shouldn't be up to the other. You, you you shouldn't have to always have the conversation of defaulting to some the other gender and saying, you know what? You tell us how should we treat you? How do you want to be treated? It's like, do you well, not know what it means to be I a mean, fucking? You know, can can we can we just listen? I know you pose the question, so you're just asking it. But I'm I'm I, this is how I genuinely yeah, but are we talking about like are we just talking about like treating each other as human beings or are we talking about how men treat women? 
Why is there a difference? I'm sorry. What she's saying is there shouldn't be a difference. She doesn't believe in, why, in, why, in, why, why, in why is gender I mean, differences. That, that just sounds, I mean, what I'm saying is Although half the time you seem to do believe in gender differences. So, I mean. What do you mean? Meaning that I think there I, I are think ways that men will treat women that are different from how they'll treat other men. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That I, I, and I think I, it I, should be that way. Personally. Okay, that's fine. I don't, I don't want you to be rough with or me. Sexist or something. I, you but. know, I want you to treat me like the de- delicate, divine woman that I no, am. No, no, but you do want me to open the door for you and you can or you can't. I mean, whatever. You think that's I mean, it's nice. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. It's nice. You appreciate it. That would be nice. Um, I mean, I, 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 there's a danger here getting into like, oh, we're, I don't, I'm color, that the whole, I'm colorblind thing. Like, nah, don't be colorblind. Like, right. I want you to, well, I, I don't want you, want you, want you to, to be see my blind, But I also, but there's that. So, I mean, let's not, let's not get into the place where we're all the same. We are all equal, but we're not all the same. Right. It, uh, okay. Consideration then. I, I, it's like, what's so, I mean, compassion there's gonna be some and consideration and man and woman. I don't want to treat you like a man. <laughs> I'm going to treat, I'm going to treat no, you like a No, but woman. you can, you can, you can. Uh, how? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm talking it out. So yeah, I, don't know. I know. I'm letting you dig your grave. And Here, I, let, I just, let, 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 let me dig my own. Let me dig my own. When is there going to be an accuser that comes out that we don't believe? When is that going to be acceptable? Who has to be accused for it to be acceptable to say she's lying? Obama? Probably. Because <laughs> everybody's going to be like, bitch. Like, that's Michelle. If, if some woman at your job that you just left is like, yo, you sexually harassed me, I got to believe her to be supportive of the Me Too movement and women? I don't know. Tell me. Because, like, that, that tell is. Tell you? Did you do it, nigga? What do you mean, tell you? No, I mean, I. <laughs> I, I would Should hope. I believe her or not? You tell no, me. No, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, there's a every like every movement goes through this, and there'll be a time where it calms down, and people are like thinking, uh, where where the real, um, and I'm again, my my vocab is lazy, where the nutritional part of this revolution gets taken forward nutritional part nutritional the the, the parts of it that are relevant get taken forward and we start you know obviously shifting and 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 challenging the old dynamic right now it's at a fever pitch where if you say that dude um that you know i was a, a, a harasser of whomever came forward and you know raised their hand to say that you know as the accused I'm almost guilty in court of public opinion in this climate. And I think it's important to remember that, you know, there is a need to at least go through the process. If a person like Tavis Smiley, for example, is adamant about the fact that he didn't, Mm -hmm. that before we throw the gauntlet down, you do actually allow for a process of investigation to take place. I actually think Tavis did that shit. Uh, I think he did too. I think he did too. But I agree. I agree. has always been kind of like. Uh, I mean, I'm I agree no, that I'm the, no, the, the, the process has to happen. But I think the process has to happen not just uh, in terms of vindication for him, but for the story to be told, so that more people can understand the degree to which harassment can affect the dynamics at work. Right, like. 
I feel like Tavis there have there have been enough stories about Tavis and like how inappropriate he is, not just. And with, I wasn't defending Tavis by the way. No, that's no, what I'm I know. Saying. I but believe I, but the I Tavis think, shit because I've heard about him. Okay, for a long no, no, no. Time. I, mean, I wasn't saying believe about him, him or not. But I think if you were outside of the black community, if you didn't really watch PBS and you were like, "Who's this Tavis Smiley guy? Did he? Did this? Did it really happen?" Like you're going to have to be forced to at least pay attention to the story. Not just so you're thinking like, is he innocent, but listening to her story and understanding, you know, with a sympathetic ear of like how another experience of work can be really tainted by somebody who makes it very uncomfortable. Oh no, no, absolutely. And that's, that's the nutritional piece that I was talking right. about. The relevance of like, that's the shit that's got to change. But it would be terrible to go down the road five years and some of the heads that were chopping off very quickly because people a lot of times, um, you know, whether we know they're guilty or not right now, that we're doing we're, we're doing preemptive um, uh, dropping of the gavel and mm-hmm. making judgments and come to find out four or five years down the road, like, OK, he actually he actually didn't do that. Yeah. And his whole career is shit now yeah you know what i'm saying and he's out of this one and there's no recourse it's like it's like basically i think i I understand that i think though but just that these examples that are coming out now are so so extreme that i i actually think that most of the stories that bubble to the top especially with very important people this there's such a, a momentum of negative clouded um just seething anger around you know, how unacceptable a lot of these men made workplaces that this, well, we're not going to find out five years from now that it's not true. (laughs) We're going to find out that there are, there's actually a network that they built to sustain this behavior that they've been participating in for decades. That's what we're going to find out. I don't think there'll be any shortage. I don't think there'll be any shortage of, and there already are of like horrific examples and 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 there's a clarity to to you know oh myself men who are not involved in those those sort of deals who grew up in rape culture who are even rethinking just how i know i am just rethinking how i've been i ain't rethinking shit okay well then there that is uh, <laughs> you just keep pouring whatever you about to pour um well i'm saying I've, ne- I've never raped anyone no 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 no. i've I never said, sexually harassed anyone no, no 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 i'm saying talking about there's been one or two like misunderstandings about something i said and them shits got worked out <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just saying I, i'm not changing shit i lived a good life no 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 i mean look, okay and great. now I'm not supposed to be talking to any women anyway, so. I mean, I've said some off-color shit before. Right, just you say some off-color shit, and you might get a raised eyebrow, and you're like, okay, I, I'll step back on off But like I said, talk. is the guillotine dropping on everybody? Because once you drop the guillotine, it's not easy to put that person's head back on. That's all I'm saying. That's what well, I mean. okay, who's who's getting accused next? Predictions. Who's getting accused next? Well, 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 well before who's getting accused next? Because I think I feel like black, I feel like black, every, you know, black every, entertainment. Every who's week it feels next? like we're going across the same kind of terrain. What I do want to know is the approach, though. What do you mean? I saw a guy who basically just stepped up and told on himself, more or less. What? Who? This director and I, I forget his name. Damn. Was he black? White guy. He basically just came forward and he was like, um, Oh, Martin well, Spurlock. Martin Spurlock. The supersize me guy. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, 
this happened in my past where I hmm. more or less, and it was kind of like that was how he approached. He wasn't gonna wait for it to come out. He just so basically is, came for it. Is that is that the is that the and new he, black? Is that what's about to happen? Is I that mean, just you, dudes is about to just you, turn themselves in preemptively? Is, just there, say, is there a preemptive I, I lighter sentence for somebody to get to for telling on themselves? That would I mean, be really it interesting. Is Spurlock. He's. I mean, he ain't nobody. I know, really. but I mean, I think most people who mention this were kind of mentioning in the framework of is this a better way to approach it? Uh, well, obviously, it's a better way to approach it. You know, step up and tell on yourself. But yeah, and actually, I turn yourself I, in. It might I be or those. might not be. Depends. I welcome those stories because I think uh, if whether they're trying to preemptively, you know, um, soften the blow, the the intention and the effort is still made, and furthermore, it's solidified that men are participating and now realizing like, okay, it seems like this is not the right thing to do. Like, yeah. let me go ahead and say that like I participated I in, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Um, cause I think the more those conversations are happening, then <laughs> there's no way to deny it. This is what we should be happening for race. <laughs> this conversation like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? I was a racist. Um, you know, a black candidate came in and, uh, I just didn't. I just let him talk, but I knew the moment he sat down, I wasn't going to hire him. Well, we see to have that conversation women and around, men around and black race, people we need, are in we dual need white situations, women, and they're not ready. Ooh, they're not ready. Hashtag um, not all white women. Do y'all see I, that I, shit? Wait, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's I don't un- think white women in it's unfair writ to classify. large are ready for that writ large. Okay, it, no, it is fair to classify it. White women, if two thirds of someone does of a group does something. It's fair to classify. There are some things that they got to figure out. Okay. That they got to make some decisions. That other one third needs to. I agree. Get that. Get you the other get your two, shit together. Yeah, but I'm just, other, I'm just saying the a, a, third, a third is, is, is a significant amount, though. It's not like, you know, you're dealing with 95 to 5. Yeah. I mean, voting I feel on the, the wrong side of history. And I don't know why. I don't understand. No, like I said, I don't understand. If I could tell America, like, yo, just, you know, look. Black people been at all levels of the American house. Follow them. But, well, <laughs> believe me, you won't go wrong. Right. Follow right. them. Well, since we're talking writ large, let's wrap up with another example of it, it's it's like the Venn diagram of how men are such trash because we've been talking about some trash men and I'm how trash we're all, my damn self. Man. Shit, um, I'm black. Oh no, I'm 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 definitely I'm definitely a trash man in certain things, but I kind of like it. Me, do you want to put like, me in the headlock, Jen? Stick. No, <laughs> no, I don't. Here's the thing about being a trash <laughs> dude on the low, like being kind of like kid. a nice trash dude. I don't know. Hopefully, I don't think I'm a fuck boy. I don't think no. I'm like a nice Lawrence type fuck boy. But one of the things about being like a, a nice trash dude is that nice women trash. are attracted to that. That's what I was about to say. I was just what? about. I think. Me, man. I think some Mom of my. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think trash some. Whoa, I think some hey, of the things. Hey, I think some Jen. of the things that Jen. make me like. A trash man. Some of them, I think, my wife finds sexy. No, no, Jen. Wait, Jen, I'm sorry. Please don't deny this. I'm sorry. She she, she, she asked to deny it. Gave me she such gas. It. It's okay. <laughs> it gave you oh my gas. god. <laughs> what? That she, gave you gas. She about to give us some gas. Just, she about to, yeah, she's, she's about, about to, to give she's us about some to blow, gas. Blowback is coming. I no, I I'm not. Don't I'm, fart, Jen. I, first of all, I can't. I can't speak for. There's no way for me to actually really fully argue that point that you just gave me because I can't speak for her. No, I mean, I argued very personally. 
And it's also I something can't, I, I can't think. speak I'm for her, sure. and I'm not going to make sure. an assumption. She, about she might that. hear this and be like, "Yo, you're full of shit. <laughs> you're trash, and that's what I hate about you." I don't know. She, I don't know if that, trash. That is, I don't know if trash is the right word. Like bad no, boys. No, tra- no. Tra- like I'm boys. talking about trash. No trash. Like, you know, we're rape culture adjacent. You know, we're we're, tra- we're trashy. <laughs> Dangerous. Little, you know, this little, is a little, you guys are saying different little, things. A little edgy. Mm, well, a little edgy. Yeah, like you're saying something completely different. Really? And you're I don't saying, think so. I think we're actually we're saying the same thing. thing. I was gonna ask the same thing. We're, like we're saying a little the same edgy, thing. little trash. That's all trash. Little edgy, little trashy. Edgy, trashy, you know, a little aggressive, a little dangerous. A little, that's all that's all part of the realm of trash. Old narrative. It's it? old narrative about what a man is supposed to be. No, it's How not exciting. Like, well, yeah, perhaps, yeah, guys. Perhaps it's yeah, an guys. old narrative. Yeah, Hold guys. On. No, no. Perhaps it is an old narrative. No, because you but guys women, get bored. New, bored. New women are still attracted to that old narrative. Because we hold it up continuously. Or because I was going to ask you if that we, part of rape we, culture. If or it's because if how there was an equal are. amount of other examples of like what we are now saying, okay, this is what it means to be a, you know, a upstanding gentleman. Like you can still be funny. You don't have to be crude. Like you can be respectful. Uh, you, you don't have to engage in things that are remotely, you know, rape culture. You don't have to like porn. Like you can try to, you know, porn is a, uh, and it's like a tertiary part of rape culture. It's, it's but, part of the rape culture wallpaper. I think so. I think so. I think so. I agree. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know if you do you do you need to give up that do you need to I'm just I I, I'm not I'm not making any I'm I was just naming statements. I was just making statements. The man she describes is the guy who gets the sex doll, which is what we're trying to talk about right now. (laughs) That man the robot that you're describing. (laughs) That's probably a storyline that's gonna be in Black Mirror. Because because no no real women who like have moisturized vaginas are interested in the type of man you've just described i'm not finished like that's just that's just one version yeah but that that ver- well that version is the non-pussy that's, game an, that's an incomplete <laughs> i want I you i want you to show me this person who is he and and uh because I need to see what the complete person just find like. just find a, a man whose penis has been dry for six months. <laughs> no, they exist. I know they exist because every type of human exists in right. multiple Have forms. You come across, are you saying they're unicorns? Or are you saying they're? I'm not. I don't think that they're unicorns. My sister has a um, really close friend of hers who is. Uh, he is a fantastic individual, like black dude who so really is about his kids. Him? Um, really, he's like, he teaches black studies at Howard. He's super smart. Is he married? Yeah, he's married. Mm -hmm. Has two kids. He's very attractive. So why doesn't she become his second wife? Where did that come from? What does that have to do with anything? She respects him a lot. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) That that was a What what does it turn into polygamy for? Uh, No, no. I mean, polygamy. polygamy, You you asked me to offer him. Polygamy is not, is, 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 is a natural thing. I only mentioned that because I was like, all right, if he's all these things, why wasn't your sister with him? But then that, then I was like, oh, well, you know, he's married. So yeah. Yeah. But then she could be like, listen, I mean, look, I mean, guys, I think my dad is a great, person yeah and you know upstanding do whatever 
he's chauvinist. I mean, he, he expects his meal to be cooked. He ain't cooking no meals. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if my mom passed, I mean, I'm pretty sure he would <laughs> he would get a girlfriend so that somebody was going to be cooking for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, I don't know if that's part of rape culture. I'm not sure why I brought that up. But, like, good guys have some sort of, um, even the good guys have some sort of edge to them. Yeah. Whether that means that, you know, they're attractive to the other females in the populace. Mm-hmm. And so there's some sort of, you know, danger from that. You know, you're protecting something. But there's something that is... Because the guy that you're talking about sounds like the boring dude that never gets chosen. I I don't I don't I feel like there's there's like, enough. There's it sounds enough. good on paper, but in in theory, in terms of love being chemistry and not mm-hmm. just on paper, mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily sound like those people typically get a good. Uh, so so the alternative to, is like the the bad boy who's like he and quote unquote, bad boys in that interesting theoretical in that within that theory i mean he watches porn <laughs> i mean most people do i mean i i'm not <laughs> i wasn't you trying to bring pure, it up you are, when you went all puritan on me for a quick second no i'm just i'm just i i was just making an i wasn't i was just making a statement it wasn't like a it's not the end definition. It wasn't period. You didn't even let me finish. But yeah. anyway, it's not well, important. We're, uh, well, we're we're about to finish. Um, cause can I ask her one quick question? What? Ask, ask her. I'm sorry. Ask her I'm one sorry quick question. Because you you've been talking a long ass time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I uh last question. I noticed, and I was wondering, it just popped into my head. And I thought about this. Uh, why do women uh love gay men so much? What? Okay. What I wanted to talk about. <laughs> what I wanted to talk about. No, I was interested. I think I, we I have a theory about no, why. We're, we're not. We're not. We're going to talk that about that one. I have one. a theory about it. I guess. Either, either on the next the next show or in yeah. the new year. Um, <laughs> I just want to mention that we know we haven't really talked about uh, latest signs of the Anunnaki. Oh, recently. yeah. We haven't really. And so about that. that's why I brought up the robot sex dolls. These are not just sex dolls that 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 have been created. These are sex dolls that have artificial intelligence. They have sensors that they can tell when you're touching like their face or their breast or different parts of their body. And they do like fake orgasms. Like I I went to the website that that they sell these things on and like it's it's a little little nuts. It's a little nuts, right? It's a a little nuts. And I'm just like the guy you're talking about. Is that guy with a with a, a, a blow up doll at home? Well, right? he's a little bit more sophisticated the way you described him. So he doesn't have blow up doll. He has he he has an uh, artificial intelligence. <laughs> you know, just yeah. he has an do, AI just, girlfriend. Do me a favor, and everyone listening, and Jen, you do this in the privacy of your laptop. <laughs> Google robot sex doll. That's all you gotta do. Oh God. There's a there's a brothel in Barcelona. <laughs> oh no, really? That that's all they have at that brothel really what 
are robots. And guys are going to like pay to have sex with robots. Yes. Listen, man. Before you blew me out about what Whoa. I sent <laughs> over the, over our group text, this is the direction I wanted to take our discussion in about this, which was the the impending uh, how how porn is getting more real and what happens to real sex as fake sex gets more real. I mean, what happens? I just call it's not. Is it really fake sex or is it just really elaborate masturbation? That's that's really what it is. Unless see, unless these but artificial even, intelligences get so intelligent that now we have to start thinking ethical questions. Can you can you rape a sex robot? That was a that's a that's an episode of something. Westworld. Is it? Probably. There was there was another there was another one I'm thinking of where it sounds like some Black Mirror or Westworld. Sounds or like, like some Black some, Mirror some shit. Some shit like that. Well, listen, we're going to decide. We, it's, we're we not clear yet, so we're just going to say this. We don't know if this is our last episode for the year yet. We might <laughs> squeeze one more in. Yeah. I mean, the holidays are coming up. Um, this is this one's going to come out on Sunday. Um, we should be on iTunes by then. Uh, yeah, we, we're, we're submitted to iTunes, but, you know, they got to review us. They got to make sure that what we're doing is wholesome and family friendly. Does that mean we need to stop cursing? Nah. It just means that it needs to be wholesome and friendly, family friendly. Just, just depends what type of fam- family know, you're guys. part of. It, it depends what type of family you're part of. I don't That's know. All. You know, but um, I'm scared of you, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I unfortunately, I, I don't I, have any, I, I, I don't fear. have any music on deck for the, for the, for the outro. Damn it, dude. You um, should have, you should hit me up. Oh, I mean, what, what you got popping? I mean, what do you, what do you I, I can't dig into my. I only have fast you know vibes, guys. No, I don't. I don't want no vibes. See, I, I y'all don't listen to no trap music or nothing like. Dude, in, in fact, can we diversify some? No, I'm not I diversifying throw, I, shit. I'm, I'm down to throwing some Barry White every now and then. Just you know, you know, you can throw some Marvin <laughs> oh. Gaye on there. You know what I'm gonna play? I'm gonna play. We, we, we span. We're we're like forty somethings. We we Yo, span check out, across all kinds. Check of shit. out. There's this young Jeezy. Uh, young uh, Jeezy. It's not these young Jeezy anymore. Just Jeezy. Jeezy dropped an album recently. Um, and you know it's good. I'm not really checking for most Jeezy stuff uh, recently, but he has this song with him, Kendrick Lamar, and J Cole. And, you know, mm. clearly Kendrick is Kendrick and Cole is Cole. But Cole was like super J. Cole on this track. He's fast. He's like he knew that he was going to be on with Kendrick. Right. Um, got to get your mind right. Got, got, had to get his mind right. And then, you know, and and, and Jeezy, uh, you know, or get held his own right. for being with those two. So I don't know if you want to check that one out. It's, I think it's called American Dream. Hold on. I'm going to search it right now. Maybe we'll just ride out to that. Are you guys like Vic Mensa fans? You no. asked that last week. Did I? I no. believe you did. No. No. Well, either way. His wife asked about Vince Staples. Oh. Um, okay. That's true. Yeah. Well, him too. Him too. <laughs> Since we're you there. know, I feel like I am and I don't realize that I am. Maybe I shit it on the wrong dude then. I might need to go back and give <laughs> Vic, Vic Mensa. Don't you hate that? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Well, anyway, J. Cole spaz. I don't know if we're going to get to J. Cole's verse before uh, we got to get out of here. 
See, we were going for 90 minutes and we're and at so we're, 2.15. We're, oh. Yeah, well, y'all talk a lot. I might edit it down, but probably not. Too not lazy. me. It's Adam. It is Adam. It was me tonight. So it, 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 it was him. He, was, he I, was, was I kicking it like that? I was well, you, like you were like tonight. pontificating about the Democrats. Hey, this, this is a... You can't really hear it like this. We got it. We got it. Listen, what we're also going to do in 2018, whether we have another show this year or not, we're going to step up our technical game. We're going to uh, get some aux cords going or something so we can plug the phones in. Uh, we, you know, we, we, we're going to step it up. Okay. We, we, we're going to manifest all this destiny. Yeah. Um, and get and just make it right. happen. Uh, if you've been listening to us uh, chit chat for the entire uh, episode, this is a long one. I, I would That's call why we got to get together more. Yeah, this was a, this is a more we got to get together too episode. Much and also, this is more of a sober episode. We didn't we didn't really um we we usually drink a little. <laughs> We're thirty more. now though. <laughs> yeah, but we just turned thirty. Uh, well, except for Jen, she's about to be forty or something like that. How but, rude! <laughs> rude. Um, so I think I might name this because I've taken the naming all the episodes. I might name Thank this the sober, that, sober episode. That was really great. Or Sobriety. Might, you're welcome. Or I might take uh. Some something that someone says when I listen to this again and curse how bad we did. Um, <laughs> anyway, we will see each other, but I don't know if we're going to record again before the new year. We'll see what happens. We'll sort of try and make it happen. All know? right, all right. Let's try. But um, uh, we're not going to ride out to anything. I think I'm just going to shut up now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>